0: Everybody. Welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox Podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am your host, Corey Deerig, and alongside me as always is the wise Wisconsinite, the sugar-free Mr.
1: Jesse Douglas. How's it going? Hi, Jesse. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna sing some Beatles songs, but <laughs> I don't want to get don't. that that I've got, got a feeling. Wow. feeling I can't hide know
0: oh, okay there's our there's our <laughs> D the the strike there's our strike oh no also joining us is the joy of exp cast the joy of Arsenal X Stojovic.
2: hello that's nice. about all I got that's it did anybody pick up any uh, did anybody pick up any good beers over Black Friday no no okay
0: I I did not.
1: Yeah, I didn't do a lot. I didn't honestly do a lot on Black Friday. I mean, I, I did a lot, but I was I was really lucky and was able to just get what I needed so right away. One
2: place I went to, um, <laughs> the reason why I bring this up, one place I went to, it's a place called Broken Bat Brewery. And yeah. uh, I went there on Friday night to pick up this winter ale. And the Bucks game was on, so I decided to sit down, grab a beer, uh, grab it on tap, and uh, watch the game. Now, there was a... There was a really annoying fella, right to my left, that of was course. talking the entire time, and I'm like, whatever, I'm just here, just drinking a beer and trying to watch the Bucks game. Now, the right, the music was playing, and you know that one song that goes, It's been one week since you looked at me, yeah, I've been I've been heard her, sorry, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so this guy, repeat, this guy proceeded to sing the entire song underneath his breath, yeah, the like the entirety of it, every. Yeah single lyric, every single sound, he sung it underneath his breath. And I don't know, I I think that would be more annoying than if he just belted it loudly. The fact that it was underneath his breath and I'm acutely hearing it every single note. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just like, man, just ruined my just ruined my experience. (laughs) Well Black Friday was going so well that day. Maybe he wanted maybe that was a hint
0: that he wanted you to join him, Stoy.
2: No, no. Everybody he loves. He, he should have taken that. Should have taken that hit right from the start.
0: Everybody loves a little B and L, guys.
2: No, no one likes. No one, no one. It's everybody likes B and L. No, no In one China, does. know The
1: Chinese chicken.
2: It's funny because it like both on of their
1: you real, guys sh- <laughs> <both> <laughs> of you guys need to stop. <laughs> on their real <laughs> albums, they
0: call themselves Bare Naked Ladies, but on their children's albums, they're just called B and L.
2: Yeah, they, they have children's they have,
0: albums. Yeah, they have like three of them. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know.
1: I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I just. I just know because
0: like, I was looking them up on Spotify. So why or even? Something. Why
2: even use BNL? Like, why just not just give yourself a different name if you're making kids' albums? Because some kid is gonna be like, "What's BNL stand for?" Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just change your name. Yeah. Just change your name. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like that song. I don't like it. I don't like it, I don't, and I don't like it when I don't like when you sing it out loud. I don't like it when you sing it underneath your breath. Yeah, so hmm. that's my that's my experience. Now every time I drink this beer, that song pops in my head. So hmm. thanks, Broken Bat, for giving me that experience. Hmm. You could sing a better <laughs> BNL song though. No,
0: like, I'm gonna have to look up the lyrics. Like old apartment. What's the name of that song? Million dollars. What one, one week? week? One week. Yeah. One week. Yeah. Okay one week
2: lyrics. Uh, okay. Grade 9 been, is better. It's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. 5 days since you laughed at me saying, "Get that together, come back and see me." Yep. 3 days no, since No, you're going to get rope. us a
1: strike.
0: You know if even yeah. if you read lyrics on the on the show, you get striked.
2: Yeah, I know. What? I'm trying to I'm trying to read it in the most uh, nope. monotone way. You sound just like China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick, and your brain stops ticking. Watching X Files with no lights on.
0: Yep. And then uh, yeah, because like
1: a smoky in
2: one.
0: one of my old podcasts, uh, our a host would read song lyrics at the beginning of every song at the beginning of every podcast, and anchor deleted yeah. our podcast. Really? Yeah. He didn't even sing wow. them. He just read them. Wow. Yeah
2: what the hell yeah i know you're like you're not making money like were you guys making money like were you monetized no no what yeah like you're not making money off that remember
0: remember jesse matt would read song lyrics at the beginning of every show yeah Yeah. and i tried to move it i tried to move it all to anchor when anchor became a thing off of podbean so i didn't have to pay for podbean anymore and they after like i uploaded like the 20 episodes and they straight up deleted the podcast Wow, because they said we I were using. i surprised
2: because all the times, all the times Josh would spit limp biscuit, like straight start to finish. Yeah, I mean, I I played the Hamilton music <laughs> once during the podcast when um Josh and Pat were arguing about something. So I put the cabinet meeting song, mm. um, and I I forget what the I forget what episode it was on, off top, but I think it was like. Lego, the, the Lego Nintendo set, and both of them were arguing. Josh said, thinks it was stupid. Pat really loved it. So I put the cabinet meeting song, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna do it because we may get canceled. But yeah, I put that on in the background. I'm surprised we didn't get C and D on that one.
1: Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's just because he did it right off the bat in the beginning of the show. Yeah. No, and it was so- right in the middle. It was right in the middle. So maybe. That well, was- no, I'm talking. I'm talking about. You know, that's why they got rid of. Uh, the, those episodes is just because it was really super easy to find. Like, yeah, that's l- true. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. so I suppose,
2: that's why you got to have your best content in the first five minutes. You got to hook them in. You got to be like, all right, this guy hates bare naked ladies. I This man speaks to me, so I want to keep listening to yeah. this.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. fair.
1: So, you know what? That's fair. Then Corey, Corey represents the people who like them. And I represent the people who are indifferent to it all.
2: And, you, or, or, and then you, you just brought in the Beatles fans. You Just brought yeah. in Beatles fans.
0: It's true. So oh.
2: thanks for that. I
0: guess.
1: Yeah.
2: So we, we got a little bit something. Look at for us. Here.
0: Diversity. Hey, look at us. It's, it's, it's what we live for. This
1: is the most. This is the most Corey has ever talked about music in his life. It is. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs>
0: what the fact that you guys should stop singing lyrics so we don't get our podcast deleted.
2: that's that's... fair enough fair enough (laughs) that's all right i have to make up my own songs i guess
0: Mm. yeah i'll
2: think of something i'll think of something Mm. yeah
0: it's all right anybody do anything fun over thanksgiving though i guess
2: um
1: just i got i got most of my uh my shopping for christmas done
2: nice (laughs) i saw the resident evil movie
0: oh yeah how's that did you
2: nice yeah i loved it good granted you know and and this was the interesting thing because we fought about this josh and i fought about this when we recorded this weekend because the three of us saw it it was me josh and pat uh, dan i mean we saw it in the theater and uh josh didn't like it dan was kind of indifferent about it and i loved it but like it was funny because I had a couple minor complaints about the movie, but it didn't sour my experience of the whole movie. And Josh couldn't understand that because it's like it's one of those things like if it's a minor inconvenience for him, he thinks it's the end of the world. And he's probably going to hit me for saying that. But I mean, that's what we kind of gauged on. I was like, just because I didn't like that part of the movie doesn't mean the whole movie was trash for me. It was just like, okay, that's an interesting story mechanic that they went with, but I'm still having fun watching the movie. I'm still enjoying the direction that they took. Yeah. Because my main complaint was how are they gonna do my man Leon like that. Yeah. They did my man Leon so bad on that. So bad on it. Yeah, it's Nelly not, it's not the fact that he and I think Nelly agrees with me on this. It's not the fact that um you know like when you look at him Leon's like a purebred, like, country boy, white kid, you know, with parted hair and stuff like that. And they hired a guy that's half Jordanian, half Canadian, you know. So he doesn't fit the Leon Kennedy that we know from the video games. But it's fine because, like, if they played, if they tested him out and he auditioned and he did a good job, then give him the part, you know. So, but the fact that they made him kind of a bumbling idiot in the movie and just this, like, drunk rookie that just, like, is a piece of shit like that was my problem because i'm like leon's badass yeah what
1: what they made him a drunk idiot
2: well yeah they kind of made him like a like a dumb rookie it's like oh yeah your daddy got you a job as a cop oh didn't you shoot your last partner of the butt you know oh wow the only reason why you're here is because your daddy uh put in a good word and this and that and like you know everyone's yelling at him because you're just a fucking rookie and this and that i'm like don't talk to leon like that yeah and, I mean, there, there's a couple other story bits that I'm, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to save, you know, because spoilers. But, like, man, like, they just did them wrong. They did them wrong. But if it fits in the overall story mechanic, um, it's fine because I, I think they wanted to do that to elevate Claire a little bit because Claire Redfield was kind of the main character of the story. So in the last half of the movie, it was Claire and Leon so I think they wanted to make Claire look a little bit more powerful than Leon I think that was kind of where they were going with that if that if that's the case then that's fine I guess it wouldn't be the way I'd do it to make Claire strong and powerful because she is strong and powerful she doesn't need to have someone lowered to elevate her you know yeah. it's, it's yeah. just kind of it's kind of like a poor writing mechanic so if that's what they initially went for then I'm like okay alright come on that's just lazy writing but overall the rest of the movie I, I enjoyed.
1: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still gotta see it, obviously. Um I've and I've you, are, are you, a lot of
2: are are you a fan of the have you played the Resident Evil oh, games? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean Resident Evil Two. Like the yeah. original Resident Evil Two was like my favorite game of all time, like period. Hell yeah. Buddy. Hell yeah but buddy. That, but
2: same, I same. I
1: absolutely love the remake so like they did it so well. Yeah. They re- they redid it so well. That, oh, and, like, and
2: that's I, the funny I, thing. I, so there's so many nods to these games. Like, do you, you remember in the remake, in the first scene with the truck driver, he pulls out that greasy-ass burger and takes a big yeah. bite of it? Yeah. They have that in the movie. It's so amazing. Oh, I man. laughed out loud. <laughs> I laughed out loud when that scene happened. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And Dan asked me after the me- after the movie, he's like, what did you laugh? What was that laugh about? And I was like, oh, that's true from Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, there was a scene uh, where someone wrote on the window Itchy Tasty, which is a nod to a diary entry in the first game. Um, there's uh, obviously um, there's a piano door opening sequence where they're playing the Moonlight Sonata. That's from the first game. Um, yeah. So there's so many different like nods to the fans here, but they tell a really good story because they literally take the first game and the second game and mash it into one. So it's all like one big story. Okay. So you have the people going to the Spencer mansion in Resident Evil 1 at the same time the city is about ready to burn. Okay. And everyone's trying to get out of get out of the city because Umbrella is going to waste the entire city. Yeah. So, so Yeah, I'm is yeah, it, I'm go, go ahead for forward
1: it.
0: To it. Oh, is this is this movie set in the uh, Lance Reddick Wester uh, universe? Are they connected at all, or are they just separate? You no, know, that's this is
2: completely Lance Reddick universe.
0: Yeah, they cast Lance Reddick as as Wesker in the in the other show that they're doing on Netflix. That's... Oh no,
2: no, this is something totally separate. Okay,
0: I I just didn't no. know if they were doing like a
2: separate thing or not. No, that TV show it sounds like hot garbage. I don't, I don't want to get anywhere near that. But um um, at least the direction that they're going with, from what I understand, but. No, this is completely separate. I think they're rebooting the entire series because they they left it open for a sequel, and the, uh, cre- and the, the, there's a credit scene. So.
0: so, does it have Nemesis so,
2: in it? The no, no scene? Nemesis. No. Nope. Nope. Just nope. Uh, w- William Birkin, monster William Birkin's in it.
0: Mm. So, okay. they,
2: they they stayed true to the, orig- the the first two games, you know, with the characters and stuff, and a lot of the goings-ons. But um, they there are obviously a few omissions. Like, Barry Burton's not in there. What? For whatever reason. Yeah, I know. Like, that was interesting. There's no Jill Sandwich joke? No, there's a Jill Sandwich joke. There's a Jill Sandwich joke. But And, and it's kind of funny because uh, she just grabs... She's, like, teasing Wesker at some restaurant. And she's like, ha, this is now a Jill Sandwich. And I laughed out loud. And I was like, that's not where I would have put it, but that's funny. Hmm. Um, so yeah they um, so they they made a they they made a few small like you know changes to the lore just to keep it fresh like um, Claire and Chris Redfield were you know strays they were basically runaways so to speak when they were kids Mm -hmm. and William Birkin kind of raised Chris Redfield as his own son so to speak that was the premise of the story Mm -hmm. and um, yeah but just no Barry Burton bro God. Barry's like the best part. I know, no kidding. And that was and Josh and I talked about that in life because you know, with Wesker being the baddest of the bad, right? Um they didn't write him that way in the movie. And Barry Burton would have been a good pal was always a good palate cleanser between the really bad Albert Wesker in the game and then you either being Chris or Jill and then Barry is just kind of stuck in the middle between Doing what's right, but also having to appease the bad guy because, you know, they they kidnapped his family, so to speak, in the game. So there wasn't any of that in the movie, which I I hoped they would have put in there. But, you know, we got what we got. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, in in my opinion,
1: anything is better than those original, those first ones. I I hated. Admittedly, it.
2: admittedly, the second Resident sure. Evil two movie, um, yeah. the, the the second one, was really good really good. That was probably the best out of all the Mila Jovovich ones. Yeah. Because that, that that was very true to Resident Evil 3. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since I've cuz I've watched most of them. I don't think I watched the last
2: one. I didn't watch the last 3. I think after the third movie I was like, nah. Nah, they're going way off rails here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they were just trying too hard to make it a action movie. Yeah and you know not really well yeah uh, and,
2: I, and i heard they were just throwing in characters just for the hell of it like they yeah. threw in leon kennedy in like the fourth or fifth one i was like what are you throwing them in there for you don't need to but you're throwing them in there just to th- say hey video game fans we put leon kennedy in there and it's like nah you can't just throw him in there and think that's gonna make me happy
0: it's true yeah you cannot do that
1: yeah
2: no <laughs> too late you already screwed it up
1: <laughs>
2: putting leon kennedy in there isn't gonna make me come back to your movies
1: what are you doing
2: <laughs> right
0: hmm. so
2: anyway like i said is it the direction i would have taken no is it what we got yes is it interesting the way they the, the liberties that they took with the story to keep it fresh but also familiar yes they did a really good job with that and like i said my only complaint is how, how are they gonna do my boy leon like that
1: hmm. yeah yeah that is kind of a bummer Cause yeah, I seen the Ghostbuster, the newest Ghostbuster movie, and I absolutely loved it. And so, yeah, I wanted to see the Resident Evil movie. And you know, and I trust you and Nelly as far as like you know your your enjoyment of it. You know, Nelly real... and I gotta
2: like sit <clears> down one of these <Hershelme> days when she when she comes back. Her and I gotta sit down and talk Resident Evil. Like, you guys. Laron La- 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 told me about her from the start. You guys
0: should. Because we're going to bring Standard Death back as, like, a retro nostalgia-based show instead of, like, a dumb conversational show because that's what Bostro's podcast is now. Yeah. You and Nelly should sit down and do a whole series for Resident Evil, the movies.
2: The movies? Or that whatever, I guess. I'll do... Or a game. I'll, I'll do the games. Please don't make me watch those movies. No, we're going to make yeah. you watch all the movies. I, I mean, I'll watch the second one. I'll do that. Don't make me watch the other ones. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But no, I I would love to. I would love to sit down and talk Resident Evil games with her. Mm. So Mm -hmm. it'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right, you can do that then. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that 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 was the coolest thing I did. I did some shopping. That was about it.
0: Fun. Yeah, fun. I uh. I purchased Control Ultimate Edition for eleven dollars, and by eleven I mean like. Seven because I had a couple dollars left on a gift card, an Xbox gift card. Nice. So I got that. Such a good game. I know. I played it. I played it originally, and I was like, I, I feel like the terrible frame rate really hindered my experience of that game. So I'm like, you know what? I want to go back. I want to give it another try. I beat it, but I want to play it again. And then there's DLC that I want to play.
2: So. The frame rate, it, when you play it in performance mode, it is man. Masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Mm. It's the way the game should have been from day one.
0: It was on one particular platform. That PC, as they say. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then uh we did some Well, we did the first night of Hanukkah tonight. So that was fun. Kids, oh,
2: okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Today is the first day.
0: Yeah. My kids got gifts, so that was cool. <laughs> my wife, my wife got a watch. Uh, smartwatch. I got some cologne. Mm. Cool. It's cool. It was cool.
1: So that was my. Do you
2: guys do sa- Jesse? Do you do Saint Nick? I mean, this—that's a Wisconsin thing.
1: Um, yeah, we we have like, cause. Wait, what's this? What's that? Yeah, well, Saint Nick is where where the whole tradition of Santa Claus exists. uh yeah. Comes from like saint nick, so saint nick is like uh, he died on on december 6th mm. and so they they celebrate him he he was he he was rich and you know like wow. didn't he, he didn't, knows the
2: full story damn
1: yeah he mm. he was rich and he didn't he didn't you know need all that money and so he he would help uh like the poor and like he's considered the saint of like protecting children and sailors i believe Hmm. and so yeah those two go together (laughs) yeah like he like
2: there's like jesse knows more about this than i do
1: (laughs) there's stories literally of him like saving kids from being put into slavery and stuff like that so yeah it's yeah we like i i've been looking i've been kind of reading up on it over the years just because you know, I've, I was just kind of curious where always where all that kind of stuff comes from.
2: Yeah, because that's technically where the the Santa Claus thing came from was from St. Nick because yeah. he would give gifts secretly yeah. to people, to children. Yep. And he'd just be yep. like, bap, 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 here you go. And then like, oh, where'd this come from? Who knows? Yep. So yeah, Santa Claus came from this dude.
1: Yeah. And then the Dutch uh, in New York started celebrating it in like the 1700s and and then that's when it it slowly became what it is today uh and they would do it you know on christmas and stuff as well but Hmm. cool i did not know that
2: so my saint nick is different because i grew up in an orthodox household and serbians we we have saints days where we celebrate um, every family has like a patron saint that they celebrate. So, like, every mm-hmm. year on the particular day, we have a big dinner and a feast all day. We invite friends, family, whatever. So, our day is St. Nicholas, and, and that's on December 19th. It's oh, Orthodoxy. Okay. So, it's and it's always like, I think, um, it's always supposed like whatever the traditional Catholic calendar is, it's always two weeks behind. So, that makes sense why it's on the 19th. But the, um, uh, so we would, what we would do is we would put it when I was a kid, I would put a shoe on the windowsill, and then I would get a gift in the shoe. Uh-huh. And a lot of times when I was a kid, I got Game Boy games. It was really cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. I didn't have anything. There's actually there's actually a really good movie that I like. It's it's uh it's told from I I believe it's uh I think it's a Norwegian movie. But it kind of tells like a, r- a rough story of kind of about him, uh, and it's called uh, cri- like <clears throat> Christmas story. You know, there's a Christmas story, which is mm-hmm. the you know the one with the leg lamp. But then there's one uh, called just Christmas story, and that's just about him and how he was a. Uh, he- it's kind of closer to the one that you're where you're uh, celebrating, mm-hmm. where um he would put he would put. Uh, gifts in their wooden shoes their wooden clogs and uh he was a woodworker so he would he made his toys from he would carve them from wood and Mm -hmm. then just uh go in his dog sled or whatever and would at night uh deliver the toys to to the kids in the in the towns nearby
2: what a nice history lesson everybody's getting
1: yes
0: yeah thank you for choosing arsenal x the history podcast Yes, not to definitely. be confused with the movie American History X.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Definitely not that, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I learned things today, guys. Wow. Yeah, I kind of I kind of did too, yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. 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 Uh all right. Well, so okay, so we we have questions for the first time on this podcast in a while. I want to want to shout those out. Where do we want to So we haven't really talked about this because we haven't really gotten them yet. Where do we want to put these questions in the in the show? Do we want to answer them at the beginning? Do we want to Yeah, let's do them in the beginning. Great. Yeah. Thanks for making that executive decision, Stoy. Proud of you.
2: I just it just it just makes sense, especially since like you got people that tune in, they want to listen to the beginning of the podcast, so it's almost like nice to have it like in the first like 15-20 minutes, so
0: or you know, yeah, the first 27 and a half minutes. It's been
2: 27 and a half minutes. Yeah. Gee
0: whiz. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Remember you can email the show Arsenal X podcast at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on the last episode on YouTube or you can tweet at us at Boss Rush Network with the hashtag ArsenalX. We get a question. We got we got two questions this week, guys. Remember, we also post uh, a a thing in our discord and on twitter asking for questions as well so you can look for that post as well Sam Hall writes in he says hey fellas i've been listening to boss rush content for a long time and nintendo power pa- block even longer for an early christmas gift my girlfriend from my girlfriend i got my first xbox ever with a series s oh no uh, congratulations. A, se- a series s and a subscription to game pass ultimate nice
2: congratulations should put a ring on that nice yeah really should
0: <laughs> honestly. uh so i recently started giving arsenal x a try and have to say i love what i'm hearing thank you thank you thank you i know you switched it up a little bit since last year and i and what you're doing is awesome now for my question what games or series are must play for xbox Thanks for all you do at Boss Rush. Well, Sam, thanks for writing in. I know you write in the Nintendo Power Block often. So thank you. Thank you for checking out Arsenal X. We appreciate you. Uh, Man, series. Man, I I feel like Halo and Gears are like the go tos for everyone, right? Like, I feel like that's, I feel like we shouldn't mention that. Although, all the Gears games did get frame rate boosts and. Uh, I guess on Series S, up to fourteen forty p resolution. So you should check that out.
2: Yeah, fl- and that kind of answers the second question, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you're into, obviously, if you're into racing games, you have a bevy of different uh, uh, Forza games. The only problem is, is that he has it on a Series. He has a Series S. Yeah, so but he it's- can't down. The only Forza game that he can download is Forza Horizon Five.
0: Yeah, he can download four. Is four
2: still available? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, three just got kicked off. That was it. Yeah. 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 So four you could download Forza Horizon four and five still. Yeah. To this day. And obviously that's you know free with your Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. It just sucks because I was a big fan, I'm still I'm a big fan of the motorsport series but more of more the simulation racing. So if that's something that you'd be interested in, mm-hmm. you know, the motorsport series would be a really good thing to get.
0: Yeah. Uh into
2: so forza
0: if you're into racing games also like all the need for speed games are on game pass ultimate with ea mm-hmm. right uh the yep. dirt the dirt games are on there dirt five the i know dirt a lot games. Of people...
2: what the dirt games are awesome
0: yeah so dirt five is is you know that was the racing game they were promoting at the launch of the console so i would i would give that a try i remember that was okay uh, yeah so yeah if you're into racing games that's uh Game Pass has a lot. I was in the racing thing just now and it's there's a lot. It's actually racing and flying. So, yeah. Technically also the Flight Simulator Game of the Year edition has plane racing in it now, so you could you could go do that. Which is mm-hmm. neat, I guess. It's fun. Yeah.
2: So you can go to um like I know if you go to xbox.com you can access the list and kind of see from there, but um
0: I'm actually going to post a list yeah. on our website as well on probably either monday or tuesday so by the time this posts there will probably be a list of backwards compatible and frame rate boosted uh what do you call it backwards
1: compatible games so
2: very cool yeah Um, like
1: one of the games that i i always suggest to people if you like like horror games and stuff because because xbox has the backwards compatibility there's so many games that you may have missed in the past but um the um con- condemned uh criminal origins is is a really good uh horror game from the 360 era and mm-hmm. that I played it fairly recently all the way through again and and it still holds up pretty well with the the little bit of touches to that game to make it perform better so
2: very cool. I um, mm-hmm. uh, scroll scrolling through the list it just this just reminded me that Battle toads was exclusive to Xbox. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. that's on Game Pass, and that game is probably one of the funniest games, I think you'll ever play, because it has that really kind of edgy, really funny, quirky animation style, kind of like reminiscent of a like Adventure Time meets Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's really cool cutscenes, but the fighting is really good, and it's less punishing than the Nintendo version, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and if you, I know, I know a lot of people really didn't care for it. I didn't, It didn't bother me too much. I wasn't a fan of like the art style, but but yeah, like once I actually played it, it really isn't that bad. Like yeah, no, it, it, I, I
2: love it. Honestly, yeah, I don't care what you say, Jesse. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, also, I want to throw out. I know you say. I know you listen to Nintendo Power Block. If you're looking for like a Zelda style experience sort of uh i would say fable specifically fable 2 is is awesome mm-hmm. uh rare replay is also on there so you can play those old games i i think i actually think fable 2 is like it doesn't get talked about enough when you talk about classic xbox games fable 2 right. is awesome
2: yeah uh, i so think it's just yeah, yeah, so... honestly it really it, it really is yeah
1: yeah i've been thinking I think about it's just been so long it's it's been overlooked because it's been a while
0: <laughs> i know in like the last couple fable games that came out like remember they had that uh connect only one and then they had that mm-hmm. the side-scrolling fable heroes thing and then they had that weird you know 4v1 game that they canceled like they, they've had a lot of misses mm-hmm. i think uh and i think in the second half of three i don't think a lot of people really liked so uh i would i would definitely check out fable 2 if you haven't played it already
2: yeah.
0: Also got a frame um, rate and and uh, resolution boost as well.
1: Didn't yep. the didn't the uh, anniversary of the, the anniversary version did too? Yeah. I think. Yeah, but yeah, Fable Two is yeah. a lot
0: better. Like Fable One yeah. is okay if you want to like check out the history of the series, but like Fable Two is where it's at for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's gonna I actually. Mean, what? Go yeah, ahead, Stoy.
2: I was gonna say if you're. Uh... I know. I mean, Marvel Avengers has uh, always been a hot, hot topic lately, especially with the whole monetization BS that they're going through. So if you want to try the game out, you know, just see if you'd like it, you know, that's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of nice thing about Game Pass is that, you know, maybe, you know, Xbox is lacking a little bit in some of the, um, uh, you know, first party titles that maybe he's looking for. But if there's other games that it's like, well, I want to give that game a try, but I don't know if I want to spend the $60 on it. Mm-hmm. That's why Game Pass is really good because it's like you can give it a shot and you can try it out. So like okay. that's one that it's like, would I have spent $60 to play Marvel Avengers? Probably not. But like you can actually play it on Game Pass and mm-hmm. see if you like it yourself. Yeah.
0: Uh, I have a few more that are in Game Pass, by the way, that you should definitely check out. Uh, and Stoy, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. Sunset Overdrive.
2: Uh, arguably one of the best
0: exclusives on Xbox One. Uh,
2: Still to this day. I mean, honestly, it's probably top five for me on Xbox One.
0: If you played Control, if you like Control, Quantum Break is on there, which is essentially the prequel Mm -hmm. to Control, like a spiritual Mm -hmm. prequel. It was really good. Uh, There's a lot of cool TV episodes that you can watch in between, too, that you know they Mm -hmm. try to make your decisions in the game affect the episodes, which they do a little bit. Not as much as I think they wanted you to think it does, but uh, yeah. Quantum Break is really good. Also, the entire Wolfenstein series on Game Pass. Yep. Jedi Fallen Order, Game Pass Ultimate. Just play that.
2: <clears throat> the Ascent. Mm. Actually, uh that's a really good cyberpunk uh over the top action uh action game if you're into that sort of thing. It's kind of like a twin stick shooter type. Yeah. So. And uh Procession to Calvary. <laughs> Corey <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's we'll available about, on game Pass. we'll talk about that we'll talk about that in a minute sam's gonna hear more about that later so mm-hmm. stay tuned <laughs> uh,
0: if you like animal crossing check out viva pinata that's all i have to say
2: or not no it's okay
0: you know what stoy no shut your mouth <laughs> this sorry <laughs> this is gonna lead us into our next question uh at breakman 90 on twitter tweeted at us and says With the announcement of FPS Boost is on hold for the time being, what are your favorite games that receive the treatment on Series X? Gears of War. The entire series now runs at 60 frames a second, now runs at 1440p or 4K. I played Gears 2 the other day. The game looks totally different at 60 frames in a higher resolution. The game looks awesome. Mm oh my gosh, I couldn't believe I was playing the 360 version of this game. Like, it was awesome. And maybe, like, as much as I've been wanting, like, a Marcus Phoenix collection of Gears games, of, like, Gears, the, the original trilogy, and you can throw Judgment in there, I guess. Like, just playing Gears 2 at this fidelity was, like, I don't think we need one. I think this is perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. The only thing nice would be to have, like, a multiplayer suite of, like, all the levels, but... Let's be honest gridlocks in every gears game and you know that's that's the only level anybody ever likes to play so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, gears. i
2: talked about this i i'm gonna talk about this later but uh dragon age origins mm-hmm. i saw you playing that earlier yeah that man that looks good like for a really old xbox 360 game that looks and runs really well like almost like just kind of like you remember it like you remember playing it for the first time, and you remember being wowed and blown away by the graphics, the frame rates, the animation, and stuff like that. Whatever, and then if you were to take that game and it's in that form, and then play it now, it's like, oh man, I remember this completely different. But with this frame rate boost and you know the fidelity uh, improvements, like it's like you're playing it for the first time again. And that's what I got when I play, when I'm playing Origins again. I'm like, everything is running really smooth yeah and it looks great even though it's like 360 graphics but still everything looks and runs good and wow so
1: wow yeah i yeah for oh go ahead jesse oh for me for me the first thing i jumped into that i wanted to jump into was uh titanfall 2 um so yeah that that like playing that at 60 frames is is just excellent because i i want to i actually want to play through the the entire campaign again because that to this day is like one of my all-time favorite campaigns and oh, a first-person shooter so
2: hands hands down probably one of the best if not yeah. the
1: best. yeah so so yeah like i was i was super excited to go back to that mm-hmm. once once that was added to the list so mm-hmm.
2: Uh, even within two got a I mean it's not hugely notable but uh it got a I played that a few months ago and that got a really good frame rate boost so looks uh, runs real well cool yeah
1: I have both of those games and I still haven't touched either of them
2: <laughs> <They're
1: so laughs> I, need good. To, I, I know and I need I need to I need to just play those I think
0: they're oh. so good yeah man oh. uh also like The original Assassin's Creed, I know it probably doesn't hold up gameplay-wise, but man, that game looks really good now. Mm -hmm. It runs at 60, it runs at, you know, man, there's so many great games. Like, the entire Dishonored series now runs at 60 frames, right? Like, I think if you are into uh, Deathloop, if you played that, or Prey, like, you should definitely check out Dishonored. It looks awesome.
2: Uh, one thing I do want to I do want to get back to I never completed Mirror's Edge Catalyst, ooh. and oh. to see that get a, a frame rate boost, I'm I'm really itching to get back into that. That one and Mad Max. Hmm. Mad Max is the game that it's like I always try to remember every year I have to get to this game and actually play it, hmm. and I I always forget. So maybe well, this will get me to play it. Well, lucky yeah, for you, I you. just started that. Lucky for you, <laughs>
0: Mad Max runs done, yeah. at 120 frames a second now.
2: And I don't have a TV that runs that.
0: <laughs> just saying, you could if you wanted.
2: I also could if I wanted to. Yes. Also,
0: all the Lego games now run at 120 frames a second. If you were cared about your Lego bricks moving that fast.
2: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> man, there's so many, so many good. I, I'm just like skimming the list right now. There's so many great games that have been enhanced. It's just, ah, mm-hmm. uh, ah.
1: Uh, Recore, sixty frames. Yeah, seriously, Recore is one of the most underrated games, probably that that's been an Xbox exclusive. I know it had a troubled start.
2: Yeah, it did. And once the definitive edition came out, I think it really it it fixed everything that was wrong with it. And once you played that version, it was it was a phenomenal game. But it was marred by I think that bad publicity from the start.
1: Yeah. Because it's a, it's essentially what you know, Returnal did. You know, I, obviously, Returnal has a little bit more polish um, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, because it's you know, like it's made for the the newer consoles.
2: But- Actually, I likened more, I likened Recore more to Metroid. It was the three D Metroid that a lot of people were asking for that we kind of got, hmm. even yeah. though it's not first person. It was kind of that same Metroidvania style, large open world, desolate planet type thing.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh one last thing I wanna mention, and I know you guys are probably gonna roll your eyes or laugh or something, but Sonic Generations, Sonic Unleashed, and Sonic All Stars Racing transformed all got I'll give you Pro Sonic
2: Generations. Generations. I'll give you Sonic Generations. And All Star Racing actually holds up.
0: Yeah, All Star Racing also, All-Star is, is like All-Star
2: Racing a, is probably one of the best Mario Kart games. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's uh yeah, Sonic Generations, man looks totally different because it also got the the i think the 1440p boost in in resolution and it just looks like an entirely different game i was watching i was watching digital foundry's frame rate boost thing they were like the sonic the sonic games are something we are looking at it looks it looks ridiculous how terrible it ran on xbox <laughs> 360 to, compared to what it looks like now Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. also all the tomb raider games have enhancements I will oh, yeah, always yeah. fight for those. Yeah. Those, I like, uh, I seriously thought we were going to talk about this for like five seconds. And we spent... Uh, like ten no. On <laughs> I'm just saying that the uh, Series X and the Series S have so many great features that 95% of the people that buy these consoles won't care about. Right? But like, mm-hmm. they're great enhancements, improvements on the games that we've already purchased awesome i love this, yeah. is, this is why i love xbox this is why i love my xbox i love it
2: uh, yeah i mean it's got so many opportunities you can revisit old games again you know and we're talking like old games like you know games that are well over 10 years old that you can go revisit again yeah you know and still retain a lot of that you know it looks better now yeah so. oh i forgot i forgot
0: yeah. the big one guys untitled Operation goose Recon game city no Untitled oh. Goose Game now runs at 120 frames a second. So,
2: <laughs> you're welcome.
0: Although Operation exactly. Raccoon City is on this list.
2: Yeah, I'm actually excited for that one because that one was another underrated game. It was actually made by uh, some of the developers that developed SOCOM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not the. Not, I don't think the original developers. It wasn't uh, Zipper Interactive. It was Slant Six. But I think they did a really good job. It was like a really good filler story. Uh, in between Resident Evil 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. But it was a really good, fun combat co-op game. Like I, I loved it when it came out. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Well, maybe we should
0: do a team Let's Play of it and figure it out. You, you
2: want to? I, f- I freaking have it, man. Yeah. Don't you do this to me, Corey. Corey I will, you know I will play it with you, and we'll figure it out. Okay. All right, man. I'm in. It's I'm not on Game Pass, let's go. though, is it? No,
0: it's not. Shoot, now i gotta go look for it in the store <laughs> is it on sale is it, during, is it part of this sale operation i don't know actually <sighs> wait there it is trying to 20 <clears throat> trying to remember what that hmm. hmm
2: i think it's good because you get you get two full campaigns in it you play as like the umbrella special forces and then you play as like the kind of like super elite Russia uh umbrella team as well. Yeah. So it's it's like you're getting like two different stories and you can actually kill Leon Kennedy in this if you want. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, I was gonna so use, I was to use this twenty dollars for the Assassin's Creed Valhalla season pass, but I guess I'm
1: are you playing as Hunk technically?
2: <laughs> well, one of them, I mean, they're kind of I think Hunk makes an appearance in this, but uh Oh, okay. You're not you're not
0: well, playing Stoy, well. it's installing to my Series okay. S, so.
2: All right, let's go.
0: We'll 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 do that this week maybe sometime. I'll have
2: to pull, I'll have to pull out the physical copy of mm. it, so.
0: Mm. Anyway, physical copy. Those yep. things. <laughs> well, I guess we can get into the show now since we're done answering questions and talking about our week.
2: Thank you so much, everybody, for
0: yes. coming in with keep questions.
2: Them, we really appreciate it. Keep yeah. them coming. Yeah. Keep them
0: coming. We want them. We want them in our mouths. So succulent, so juicy questions.
2: Yeah, we, we, we like to spend a lot of time and help you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. little housekeeping. This is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about Xbox and everything we love about it. Including news, rumors, new games, game pass, and more. Check out Arsenal X Live on Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash network at eight thirty p.m. Eastern, five thirty Pacific, or on podcast services and YouTube every Tuesday morning. Follow us on all social media platforms at Boss Rush Network. And if you tweet at us, use the hashtag Arsenal X. You can catch all of our podcast reviews, banter pieces, and more on our website, bossrush.net. Also, guys, I promised that there would be a merch update well guess what guys guess what the store the boss rush store is open it is officially open we have arsenal x merch you go to redbubble.com slash boss Rush network you can go there or go to our website bossrush.net, and click the store icon in the menu it'll take you right there we have three different colors of arsenal x logos We got green, we got navy, and we've got white. We've also got Stoy's. Perfect, perfect catchphrase. Sick, sick, in big impact font with the logo (laughs) underneath.
2: I'm in.
0: Very excited. We're we're gonna have more coming up soon. Just want to let everybody know that the store is now open. You can also get. Logos from your favorite shows, you know, Boss Rush Network, generic tees, that kind of stuff. You can support our writing team by buying the Boss Rush Writing Team shirt. That'd be cool, too. That's all. That's the update. Go there. Buy something. Be happy. You can also buy stickers. Stickers are cool. Everybody likes a good sticker, right? hmm All right, let's jump into what we've been playing. Stoy... Jesse, I know you guys want to talk about Deer Simulator like we promised last week. We promised. I think this is a good thing. We pick a dumb game on Game Pass every week to talk about as a group, and then we can talk about what we've all been playing individually. But Deer Simulator. Are you guys happy?
2: I laughed a lot.
0: I like how they make you go through this whole character creation thing, and then within the first five seconds, you get hit by a car and resurrect as a deer. (laughs) Spoilers for Deer Simulator, I guess.
2: That's, yeah. what, that's what I uh, I think I I told someone on our podcast. It's like you spend all this time on this character creator and it's like, super yeah, You spend a lot you of time. change the next size, you change the <laughs> next size, no size, color, the costume, everything. And then first five seconds of the game, bam, you get hit. <laughs> I spent I probably spent like 15 minutes making my character. I was like, huh.
0: I wonder if you just kind of like can like warp into the deer and then you warp back to do other missions. No.
2: Well, no. from what I understand, and this didn't happen to me, and I think I may have a reason why it didn't happen to me, but um, uh, apparently Josh beat the game, mm-hmm. and he said that character shows up at the end. Oh. So, it's, oh. it's, it's somehow somehow they do make an appearance. So, uh, I don't know if I believe that. But, yeah. I don't either, because I didn't see it, because I, I, I beat the game. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, if you kind of run through it pretty quickly, you could beat it in like two, three hours. Hmm. But um, if you know what the hell you're doing, because the game doesn't tell you what to do. Yeah. It yeah. just basically starts you out where it's like, hey, you're a deer running around in a really poorly programmed city. And, oh, look, there's a handgun on the ground. Bam. God, take, the, dear, take your antlers off. It controls off. so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so garbage. Like, like, can you imagine being a play tester of this game and saying like, oh, man, this controls suck. And the developers like, yeah, we did that on purpose. Yeah. It's like, okay.
0: Sure. <laughs> the People Controls are, are so game. bad. Also, the right stick. I don't know if it's because I was playing it in the cloud, like the cloud version, because I like didn't want to wait for it to download, so I just played it through the cloud, which is What's a great. Really fast? Which is a great feature. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it was doing that with me, and I I straight downloaded it. So no, okay. it was moving really fast. Like sometimes when you get swarmed by, say for example. Um, you're destroying things in town, and all of a sudden the cops get mobilized to your location. And, and uh, those uh, cops come in the form of sheep, and they can swarm your they can swarm your position pretty quickly if you're not quick enough. So you use your antler guns, or you could grab the ninja sword that you find sometimes and slash away at them. Or if you have Uzis on your chin, yeah, you, know, you can blast them with those too. Did you did you
0: play the weird game against the cows? Like that weird yeah, like uh, cow yeah, game.
2: Oth- Othello? Yeah. yeah. I dude, that game that game's fixed. There's something wrong with that game.
0: I won. You won? No, yeah. You the first try I won. I, I
2: promise no, you, you I did won. It. Not even on the first try. Get out of here. I,
0: I won. It's an fine. achievement. No, I got didn't. the achievement.
2: I think Whatever, I just... you, you must have broke the game. Did you use a game genie? Yeah. <laughs> I played that game three I, times. I downloaded the game genie, genie I was emulator. Like, every time I was winning, all of a sudden the last move. Somehow the enemy AI just beats me, and I'm like, "How the? F-? Let's see, achievements. I, lo- I when love when at the, Cal- uh...
0: Caltello, I got it. It's
1: right there. It's worth 50 points. I got it.
2: Wow, 50 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I loved the the uh, when the the police cars showed up. Like at first, it just looks
2: like police cars, yeah. but then it's just them strapped to the back of bears. <laughs> yeah, polar bears all of a sudden have cars <laughs> strapped onto them. Hold on. Did yeah. everybody encounter Doggo?
1: Doggo? No. that's the one. That's the really fast one, isn't it? Like the one no. that
2: no, the big mech, the big dog mech. Oh no, I didn't get, Uh-oh. I didn't get that one. Yeah. Oh man, you guys barely played this game. I so, did. Like, I
0: only played it for like maybe
2: an hour. That's that's a shame, you guys. It's a shame.
0: Hey, I had to, ah. I had to make sure I got to the other game, procession of Cal-
2: Calvary, cavalry, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, there was um. You know, the more chaos you rack up, the more uh, the more police response happens. So, like, for example, uh, you encounter doggo afterwards, after the police response becomes immense. So uh, it's basically a dog head strapped to the body of a bunny rabbit that's upside down. And his long ears become legs and then on the bottom of those legs get attached to sheep. So the sheep are feet. The bunny rabbit is the torso and the legs. And then you have polar bears for arms and the shoulder pads are like police cars. <laughs> so nice. you, you have to fight this monstrosity somehow. And eventually, yeah, you, you know, you beat it through whatever. And uh, there's actually a mech, uh, a Metal Gear mech, but they call it Metal Deer mm. later on. <laughs> nice. oh, they're very tongue in cheek with it because you encounter like Metal Deer Mark II later on in the game (laughs) um so like yeah let me try to remember it's like the mech is has like tigers for arms um i'm gonna have to look at a picture of it but like the mech is like all filled with animals and like you can actually walk through and control it like an actual metal gear mech if you remember from um was it metal gear solid 2 where you can actually control the mech I don't know, I didn't play Metal Gear. I have never oh, no, played no, it was Metal it was Gear. it was 4. It was Metal Gear 4, you could actually control the mech. You hmm. could actually control Metal Gear in a fight. So it kind of controlled like that, but man, this game is so bad shit. Hmm. Yeah, this game is This game goes a, into some wild territory and you're wondering like what the hell is going on? How the hell is this happening? And like
1: yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it is a it is a lot like uh, goat simulator. But it, it I think it's way better personally mm-hmm. because like you like you think these controls are bad, goat simulator I think is even worse.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that's part of the game. That's the game mechanic is like it's supposed to be bad.
1: Yeah. It's
2: bad but it's
1: tolerable. <laughs> Cause yeah, I I, I rode on a, a big like massive zebra most of the time that I i played oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) because yeah you can you can basically if you once you get used to or good at it you can use your neck to swing through the town like spider-man essentially Mm
2: -hmm. it's not as uh it's not as good as spider-man but you know
1: but yeah you it's 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 like slingshot like a slingshot maneuver basically to get from one point to the other super quickly Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for sure. And admittedly, you don't need to use that as much to traverse because you could, you know, sprint. So, like, if you need to sprint, the deer walks on its, like, two back legs and its chest yeah. puffed out. And it's like this, like, drum roll that plays the entire time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's,
1: it's, so- all, it's all but just missing the spinning feet, the spinning feet at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, that's what they tried to go for. Yeah.
2: So, there's actually, uh, so the end of the game kind of ends with, and this is, you, you can have a bad ending and a good ending because there is a sequence in the game where you have to fight yourself, I think, and it turns into kind of like the Matrix where like the other deer that you're fighting is wearing these dark glasses and um, <laughs> you take a lightsaber and you have to defeat the deer. But then that deer splits into the Dark Lord deer, so you have to fight both of them at the same time. And then, you know, there's another large boss battle after that. And then you have the option to either kill your nemesis or to not kill them. So I imagine if you don't kill them, the game ends in a good way. But if you kill them, I which I did, I, I killed them, the game ended bad, I think. So I got the bad ending. So there's a good and bad ending in this. Cool man this game is something else because like the game is so bad i was still laughing the entire time so i don't understand yeah
1: that. yeah yeah it's it's definitely a good bad game
2: yeah for sure <laughs> otherwise uh dragon age origins i i played that for a couple hours i was uh i was brewing beer last night and brewing beer takes a few hours so that's what i was doing with my saturday night and it, that, that that game is so good like it's like exactly how i remember playing it the first time of just you know the graphics the smoothness of it um it's got such there's such good story and good lore like i've played inquisition quite a lot i played dragon age 2 quite a lot i haven't played origins that much i maybe played it once or twice in my life and um but so going back to it was kind of like oh man this is really treading down memory lane but the frame rate boost makes it look and runs so great so smooth um and everything is all in kind of like higher resolution than what if you were to play a, on a, your 360 on your TV now. So it's a huge improvement and it stands up to modern day graphics right now. And the, yeah, just it's really, it's a really good story, really good lore associated with it. And it really sets up the world that is Thetis, that is part of the Dragon Age, you know, world. Um, otherwise, besides that, I played Kenna Bridge of Spirits on the PlayStation Five. That is a really good game. Um, it's their first time making a game. This development company. They uh, th- they were supposed to make this game into an animated movie, and then I think somewhere between somewhere in the development cycle, they just decided to just make a game out of it. So it turns out really good. It's like a really good kind of like uh, kind of open world. Uh, Legend of Zelda type exploration um, combat focused world um, so it's, it's a very simple easy you know game to combat wise like you're just hacking slashing there's a light attack strong attack dodge and a parry attack thankfully you don't have to parry because you know how some games make you either okay in order to survive you have to learn how to parry you have to learn how to parry. In order to survive, you have to learn how to dodge, and you have to learn how to dodge at the right time. This game is a little bit more forgiving with that, where this game actually, you know, you can parry if you want, which I'm not good at parrying. So all I do is attack, attack, dodge, attack, attack, dodge. And that's pretty much my mechanic. And I'm doing pretty well with that. <laughs> so, but no, the game holds up really well. I'm playing it on PlayStation 5, it runs really well. Um, and uh, I just started getting into batman arkham city again i beat batman arkham asylum last week and i'm in arkham city now and man that game is so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> man i've uh, i've been thinking a lot about these games that i need to go back and finish and arkham city is one of those games
2: yeah it's it's so good because it's like a celebration of all the batman villains yeah, uh, the good, good contingent of Batman villains are in here. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them in minor form, but the fact that they're there, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, you got it. You, everybody's here. Yeah, the whole family's here. Everybody's here. So Bat- yep. Batman
0: Smash. Yep. <laughs> nice.
2: Wow. So that's uh, what I. That's what I played. Nice. Sick.
1: <laughs> Jesse, what are you playing? So I um, haven't played a whole lot. Oh um, fail. But I but um yeah, I just I just essentially I played the uh the uh inscription on PC. That that's that card game mm-hmm. uh that's really crazy and out there weird where it starts like it after you finish like the first chunk of the game it makes you watch these videos that a guy uploaded to his youtube and it just goes weird places but yeah i hmm. talked about it basically already but yeah it's i'm i'm uh <clears throat> yeah i'm in the second stage of the game i think there's one more there's a third stage before the the end hmm. but yeah i I'm having a little bit of trouble with this one because it's much more uh, complex card based because it's mixing a whole bunch of different decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've I've got to try to figure out how to make a, a deck work, mixing all these different things or whatever. And each you know like each boss in each area has a different kind of deck, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more complex than the beginning one um so so yeah i I gotta try to set up a strategy for it but but yeah that other than that like i you know i've been playing a lot of halo multiplayer and that's that's pretty much it yeah a lot of halo it's it's good
0: (laughs) multiplayer is good so
1: yeah (laughs) well and they got fiesta right now so i've been i've been loving the fiesta mode because that's where you, you uh you you just start with two random guns, right. every every match, which is always a fun time.
0: Right, yeah. I
1: I've been playing a lot of Fiesta too, Jesse. It's
0: uh, it's really funny to see. Like I read this article. I forget where it was at. I forget if it was like it was either Game Informer or Pure Xbox, where it was uh, Halo's monetization model really shows the generation gap in Xbox in Xbox fans, where you know the people who loved halo one two and three like don't give a shit about the battle pass at all and like yeah yeah, it offers cool cosmetics and stuff but like you're always going to get upgrades and armor and stuff and then you get the people who are complaining about like the experience and and how slow the battle passes are and like i get that aspect of it right because like you want to feel like if you're paying for the battle pass you have you're you know you can earn the stuff without doing the weekly challenges or the daily challenges which is like i don't know i i would like to get more experience without doing the daily challenges but like that's how they're trying to get you to engage with the game right and so i i don't know i feel like there needs to be a better balance with that i do i would like to see you know uh change in the battle pass but fiesta has been really fun i i mean i i think it's fun because you get i think it's a better way to learn what all the weapons do you know because you just get them completely randomly you get weapons and it's uh you just i don't know i like the the impaler the the brute impaler gun that just shoots the big spike out of it yeah i i really like uh I forget which one, but like it switches from like a, a horizontal uh, shot to a vertical shot. There's like, I th- oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that big, like yeah. kind of whatever. Uh, I really like that. I really like grappling to a, ban- a flying banshee and kicking the guy out and just murdering them with their <laughs>
1: kicking them out as they fall down. And it's so fun. <laughs> I did that. I did that the other day, but but my teammates were shooting the vehicle. So when I got into it, I, all I did was save the guy's life because I kicked him out of it. Mm-hmm. He was still alive, and then it blew up once I was finishing the uh, the animation of, of uh, hijacking it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool... I'll, that grapple, like, it's such a small f- implementation, but it changes the game so much. Hmm. I it's so. I love it. I love the grappling hook. It's changed everything. It changes
1: everything. Yeah. It, yeah. Because I, I I think personally it brings a a balance that has honestly been needed for a while. Uh, when when going against uh, you know, vehicles because like you know it's still early on in the game. So I was able to jump in a ghost and just you Know just murder everyone like for a long, long period of time till they could finally destroy it. But you know, like now having that grapple hook, if you know what you're doing, they could have stopped me like way quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like because it, it that was always a hard thing to deal with is ghosts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you didn't have something that made it easier for you to hijack it, mm-hmm. you know, so. I yeah. think it brings a good balance.
0: Yeah. It's good. I like it. Uh you said that's that's pretty much all you're playing is that then outside of Yeah. 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 Uh so besides Halo, I've been playing Forza still. I don't know how much more I can say about Forza. It's just really really a strong game. I'm making my way through Guardians of the Galaxy still. I'm really loving that story. I I Really think I I think the sale goes on until Tuesday. I think it's what thirty eight ninety nine on Xbox right now. It's totally worth that. Don't don't spend the extra dollars for the deluxe edition or whatever. Just buy the the regular version and play through the story. It's so good. I mean, even if you're not a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like if you want good storytelling and a good adventure and a good just, it's so fun, man. Just good tri- writing,
2: a good dialogue.
0: Yeah, and yeah, there's a lot that. There's a lot of dialogue to the point where you think it's like, well, maybe this sounds like it's going to be be overwhelming to just listen mm-hmm. to for a while. But like I haven't I'm like probably halfway through the game at this point and I haven't been annoyed yet, you know, yeah. and which I think is, is a kind testament. Of
2: surprising because sometimes I think it is too much. But then again, it's like, yeah, but it's actually funny like it's actually good writing and it's actually good character building.
0: Yeah, and I really like the dynamic between Star Lord and Rocket in particular. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, banter back and forth, and in this story, not to like, it's it's not really a spoiler, I guess. You learn about it in like the first twenty minutes of the game, but like, the team started with Rocket and Star Lord, and then and Groot, Mm -hmm. and then they got Drax and Gamora later. Yeah, and like, you can just tell in the banter that they've been friends for a long time or partners at least for a long time. And Mm -hmm. it's just really nice to see that relationship build and build and build. And it almost makes you go like when you're making choices that much harder because you're like, yeah, I want to agree with rocket because he's been my partner for so long, but I also want rocket to get along with Drax and Gamora Mm -hmm. to the point where like, I want to convince him and it's like a nice balance of when do I agree with rocket and when do I push him towards the other characters and I wonder if that dynamic is going to change the game at all towards the end, you know?
2: Well, sometimes it pops up in the upper, you know, left of the screen where it says Rocket remembers your kindness or like Drax will remember that kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, what the Telltale games did. Mm-hmm. So I always wonder if that's ever going to come to pass. I I haven't played this game in a while and I do want to go back to it. But... Yeah.
0: I've just got sucked into so many different games, you know, like I, I've also been playing. Uh, Hard, t- man. I know. I've been playing Tales of Arise, which is really good uh although I think in the first hour you really only play about 15 minutes of the game yeah
2: really it's such just such a story building intro Oof.
0: yeah but it's cool I like the whole iron mask aspect I like it, uh, what I said on the bossers podcast which you'll hear on Monday I guess is like well I guess, I guess if this comes out on Tuesday you would have heard it yesterday if you listened to that show uh I said it rem- they main setup kind of reminds me a little bit of Lost Odyssey mm-hmm. in terms of he can't really well he can't remember yeah he can't remember his history like he can't feel pain which kind of reminds me of the immortality of, of Kime from Lost Odyssey and yeah. you know the the girl in the game uh, is just like out to bring down her kingdom or whatever like really take out the what are they called the the leaders of them um, i think they're called uh what are they called i forget what they're called uh in the game but uh Anna. they're they're kind of like the main leaders of the of the bad group and uh i really like it i like the the red
2: eyes yeah i, I know i know i know they're they're kind of like stereotyped name is the red eyes i think or something yeah but uh yeah i i I I forget Um, it's been a while (laughs) yeah
0: but I really like the game I like the combat I think the combat feels really good to be fair I'm Mm -hmm. only playing on story mode because like I don't have
2: 75 hours to spend grinding in an RPG but it's same with me too man it's like I just rather like dedicate time to actually experiencing the story and experiencing the lore Mm -hmm. as opposed to like you know I don't want to have to like spend through hours of trying to kind of Mm -hmm. you know fight through the you know I ain't got time for that yeah (laughs) Right.
0: I I really like the beginning too when you're like fi- kind of figuring out why you're wearing the mask and you don't really know why. And yeah. then you kind of go through and you go to the you go to the doctor, Doc, and he kind of like mm-hmm. tells you to slow down, but then you hijack a train. Yeah. At the beginning. And to try to save the girl and like the girl by the way is like you can, like a uh, the main protagonist can't feel pain. But anybody that touches the girl automatically gets electrocuted. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they have a bond because he, like, he, like, touches her and doesn't feel it. And she gets kind of like,
2: oh, oh, this guy. uh, Leron and I talked about this in an episode of Boss Rush a long time ago when this game first came out. How she's kind of a she's kind of mean. Like, yeah, I, I, I know she has a I'm pretty sure she has a storied history on you know why she is that way and i i have yet to experience no understand why but man she's she's just a bitch yeah
0: (laughs) i just i just think i'm not that that i mean i'm obviously not that far but it's i'm about to infiltrate the first base okay and so uh i also like the the leader guy that you're kind of following he's kind of
2: the guy with the big arm
0: yeah he's kind of like he's really cool i really like him actually yeah,
2: yeah, but he's like a nice guy. He's yeah, like a leader with a hard ass with a heart of gold.
0: Yeah. So I really, I really like Tales of Arise. It's it's re- it's really good. I I mm-hmm. wish I could play it like on my phone with a controller attached to it and just play it in bed. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I highly recommend it if you like action RPGs. The combat's really cool too. I like the combo system, even though it's kind yeah. of bear right now but setting up combos is kind of cool and then lastly i played uh the procession of Ca- what what's it like
2: Game called? Of Calvary. yeah that one
0: yeah. it's so stupid like i played <laughs> i played like i think i played like 45 minutes of it and i'm like this is so stupid i like it's funny like it's really funny but it's really funny in a, the dumbest way yeah it, and uh i got to the i was just talking to everybody and like all the choices and then you get to the guy the part where you have to get on the boat to go south Mm -hmm. and you have to go try to convince the the crippled guy to give him give you his crutches because they're actually boat oars and then you have to like try to convince the people around him to like hey you need to agree with me instead of him and it's just like it's real stupid (laughs) it's really funny and you like talk to the guy at the beginning uh, the guy up on the chair where they're all worshiping him because he's like, What is his yeah. name? Immortal John or something.
2: Immortal John, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you ask and he's him. It's
2: actually, and a lot of these characters are actually based on actual like Renaissance paintings.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. So is,
2: Immortal John is an actual real person.
0: Yeah. Which is I even fun. It's depicted funnier.
2: in an actual painting. Yeah.
0: It's really, it's it's even funnier because you like start asking him, Are you really immortal? He's like, nah, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like he, li- he literally just says, nah, Probably not. Uh, And he's like, can I go convince, can I go commit murders? He's like, no, no, you shouldn't go commit murders. He's like, just one murder. I'm going to go kill Peter of wherever. And he's like, okay, I guess you can commit one murder, but it has to be Peter. And you're like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. And your guy, your character gets all excited and it's just real stupid. I don't know if you're into Mm -hmm. like a really stupid game. It's, it's, it's a stupid game. That'll make you laugh.
2: It gets stupider because there's a there's a scene of uh, a bunch of people being crucified, and uh, every every scene that's in this game is actually based on an actual Renaissance painting. Mm-hmm. So there was actually a scene later in the game where um uh, a bunch of people are being crucified, and there's someone selling T-shirts yeah. of like mm-hmm. you know people's faces on these T-shirts. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. So it's it's, yeah, it's I,
1: essentially it's essentially if they took the bumper to every. Episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus and and yep. turned it into a game essentially. Yeah, yeah, like, basically,
2: because yeah. it's the same kind of like rude humor, crude humor, um, and just yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's funny. Highly highly recommend it uh, if you're looking for something stupid. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh
0: but that's that's all I've been playing, I suppose. So I guess we can uh, move into. The news. Guys, I have great news for Xbox. The Xbox Series S reportedly dominated this year's Black Friday sales. We've heard this store... was probably
2: one of the only store the yeah. only ones that uh, were in store in stock.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna read this little paragraph here and then we'll talk about it. Uh, a, a lot of it contributes it to being readily available in store. Uh, we've heard st- we've heard stories in recent times suggesting Xbox Series S has outperformed the Series X in various key markets, and now that appears to even m- that, uh, appears to be even more good news. Wow, I can't read about the smaller and more affordable model. According to Adobe Digital Economy Index, which recorded over one trillion visits to U.S. retailer sites, the Xbox Series S dominated this year's Black Friday console sales in America. Although the Series X, PlayStation 5, and Switch OLED are still the must-have systems, chip shortages and high demand for these products are working in the favor of the Xbox Series S. Series S is also, quote, readily available at various retailers in U.S., including GameStop and Best Buy. Uh, the A- Ampere Analytics earlier this month estimated that Microsoft had sold around 6.7 million Xbox Series consoles combined with gamesindustry.biz adding that it's a quote 50 50 split in terms of the install base it's good news uh phil spencer said remember when phil spencer said before these boxes came out that he sees the series s uh selling more in the long run just because it's the cheaper box and a lot of people don't really care about resolution and frame rates and stuff which is obviously what the series x is for well it's good news it's good news i'm glad to see that the xbox is selling well
2: well, yeah. I mean, it ultimately it comes down to when people are Black Friday shopping and they're in the stores, and they see they want to pick up a video game system for their kids. What's available? Mm-hmm. Whatever's there. Mm-hmm. So, like, if the Switch is out because Nintendo's not keeping up with production, if PlayStation is out because they're not, and Xbox is coming through, here you go. Like mm-hmm. I said, I was at Target today and I saw three of them sitting in a, yeah, you know, sitting in a display case, and I'm like, wow. And that's on a Sunday. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I really want to like. I, I love this. Like, I have a Series S in my office to just record and stream at some point when, you know, I feel like it. And it's – uh I love the design of the box. It's so small. Like, it is mm-hmm. so small mm-hmm. and compact and just looks nice standing up on my on my desk. And it's just like, man, because I just redid all my whole side desk here where my gaming monitor and my Series S and my Switch OLED are right here. And they it all just looks really nice because it's all white. First of all, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just, I don't know, man. I love the shape and compact size of this box. It's so. uh, Yeah,
1: because it's it's even smaller than the PS2 Slim, isn't it? No,
0: it's not. It's not that small. It's not that small.
2: PS2 Slim is real small.
0: Yeah, PS2 Slim is like, you got the disc drive and then like I don't know two inches of of junk that make the PlayStation run, and it's just like man. But this, Mm -hmm. this is like. I don't even know how to describe yeah. it, how small this thing is. It's it's there's a lot of power in this tiny box and it's a good choice.
1: Yeah, because like you you were saying, like yeah, don't they don't they, they it does good um frame rate wise, they just mm-hmm. only do ten eighty p, right? Uh is well some games does? can reach up
0: there are some games that reach up to four K on this machine. I think oh, Ori okay. In the will of the Wisps actually run can run at 4K at 60 frames on this box, okay. Uh, uh, but I mean, they their target is 1080p. Some games can reach 1440p on on quality mode, and uh, the one my my one issue was with Guardians of the Galaxy, and it didn't have any performance mode whatsoever on the oh, Series okay. S, and I was like, man, I really hope that this. Is some sort of viable option for future, uh, for the future of Xbox. And then they released a patch this week that added a, uh, a performance mode with an uncapped frame rate. So it, it targets sixty, but it runs between uh, fifty and sixty frames, which is which is fine, right? Like, I mean, thirty was mm-hmm. just totally unresponsive for that. So as long as as long as companies are optimizing, like, if you just want to play Xbox exclusives and stuff that's on Game Pass this box is, like, the perfect thing for it because Microsoft's obviously going to always optimize their games for it, and Mm -hmm. indies aren't really that, you know, intensive, I would say. Mm -hmm. But, like, Guardians was, like, a real worry for me, and they kind of fixed that worry when they issued a patch by optimizing it. So, I don't know. I I still think if you are looking for an Xbox and you find this, even if you want a Series X later, like, I would go ahead and get this because it's really... A nice box
1: yeah yeah i well and i had went uh, on black friday i went to um target and uh walmart and um they i believe it was target they had like the whole section where it's just you know like all the games that were on sale and uh the um there was the the most that were left were honestly the PS4 games and stuff um and PS5 there there wasn't really a lot to pick from for Xbox um which was a bummer because yeah if if I wanted to I could have gotten Guardians of the Galaxy for 25 bucks uh for PS4 but I I kind of want to get it for my (laughs) for the newer console so I want to you know I want I would have rather had it for the Series X but so i didn't end up getting it but yeah 25 bucks it was only but but yeah i mean it, it seems like a lot of those xbox games were gone mm-hmm. so i you know i think i think it's that also shows a little bit that there that there is a, a much more uh interest in it now than than there was before so yeah
2: yeah
0: highly recommended. Buy a Series S if you if you can't find a Series X. I I, I would say the S is just a, a great little box. We're going to move on, though. Harmonix, guys, the makers of Rock Band and the first Guitar Heroes, has been purchased. Harmonix is being acquired by Epic Games. This comes from John Carson over at Game Informer. Uh, according to announcements from both companies, music and rhythm game developer Harmonix is being acquired by Epic Games. Epic Games made a statement saying on its website about the company's future saying the Harmonix team will collaborate closely with Epic to develop musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite while continuing to support mm. existing titles like Rock Band 4.
2: Another good developer going
0: yeah, bound
2: to be a Fortnite factory developer.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I saw so- go ahead jesse
2: uh i was just gonna say
1: so like i i wouldn't mind it if they do say like a, like one of my all-time favorite games still to this day was the amplitude and frequency game for for playstation 2 like if they were to do something like that in like in the fortnite world where you know like where you could play because like fortnite has some amazing like songs that you literally can only hear in Fortnite, and that's it like that's the only place you can hear those songs um so like you know if they if they give you alternate ways to be able to interact with some of those songs if you just don't want to only listen to it as your intro song or whatever to when you're in your you know waiting to play a game of Fortnite, like i I would be, I'd be all for that if they just give you more opportunity to ju- enjoy some of the, the original uh, songs that they make. Um, so like, yeah, like if they if they can put more to do on that that kind of situation, then I I'd be all for it. But yeah, like, yeah, we got to see what
2: <laughs> see what no, they end th- up unfortunately doing that's that. not what's going to happen. Fortnite has had success with. A lot of their in game concerts and I think mm-hmm. Fortnite wants to stay relevant and stay ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna use harmonics for maybe some in game features in Fortnite. So maybe, maybe there'll mean, be some I, kind of maybe they'll put rock band in Fortnite. I mean something like that, which would be kind of cool because they have two pretty decent VR titles. They have um Fuser and then there was like one other game that they had that was uh it was, like, like dual-wielding handguns and, like, shooting notes um, on the screen. God, I forget the name of it.
0: Oh, but it was I actually know,
2: pretty decent. It I know was what you're talking decent. about. It was, uh... Um,
0: shoot. I know what
2: you're talking about.
0: I don't remember what it was.
2: It's like I could see the game ahead of me, in front of me. But anyway. Um, yeah, like, solid titles. But, you know, and Dance Central on the VR was actually pretty decent. I played the demo of it. But, um... You know, yeah, it's it's one of those things when you're a developer that's stuck making one style of game. That's what you're going to be known for. And that's what you're going to be relegated to. So if Harmonix wanted to do something different, it's like they're not going to have the same amount of success. So I guess in turn, in the long-term strategy, this makes sense of Epic acquiring them and using them for what, they, what Epic wants them to be used for. Yeah, but th- I also like
0: I, uh, man, I don't know. I they they had the they had that card game right, that physical card game where you can like lay down different cards that created different beats or whatever. They did that weird like the weird Switch version of that, which was like a uh, you know I, they called it a different name, but it was essentially the same thing. And then like they're mm-hmm. still making Rock Band DLC. Does that mean Epic gets all like it gets the profit from the Rock Band DLC that they sell from now on? Because it's like yeah, I guess so. That game is still popular. I can't believe they're still making DLC for that, but apparently it's still like really, really, really popular.
2: Mm-hmm. Even uh, though you can't buy the instruments anymore.
0: No. Which yeah I mean I mean if you go on like third party sites used and you know, like eBay and whatever and you use plastic instruments are incredibly, incredibly expensive. Especially yeah, like because... especially the Xbox ones because they had that proprietary uh uh like receiving technology in it for the Xbox mm-hmm. One and you can't just use the regular Bluetooth one the way that the uh, PS4 one did or whatever so like I don't know hope you guys still have your plastic instruments also maybe somebody will now get a victory royale with a drum set
1: <laughs> well
0: who knows uh, speaking of Fortnite We're going to continue talking about that little number guys. Fortnite is ending good. Fortnite chapter two is coming to an end. See the trailer and learn how to be a part of the action. Jesse, are you going to be a
1: part of the action when Fortnite chapter two ends? Probably. Yeah. I, 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 I'll be honest. Like I, once I finished my, uh, (laughs) my my battle path i I essentially just dip out and I pay attention to other games um so like i I'll jump in occasionally just to kind of see what's what's going on story wise because they'll drop little things here and there hmm. um and right now there's like a countdown to i like I believe like basically the whole map being taken over by these uh like weird alien type block monsters or whatever yeah. But, but yeah, it's. I'll probably once the new the new uh, chapter starts. So check it out.
0: They, so it'll be like chapter three, season one will be like the thing, right? This was like the big deal yeah. from the last time when they sh- literally shut the game down for two days, right? To relaunch yeah. it or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because they yeah because every every like they started it now where I believe at the end of every year we'll start a new a new chapter or whatever interesting Um, or something like that i yeah
0: well there's new rumors that the matrix will be involved at some point and boba fett is coming to the game if you're reading the story this also comes from game informer from andrew reiner the editor-in-chief over there uh, but that's enough Fortnite talk. We're going to quickly uh, give an update on the Activision Blizzard crap that's going on. Obviously, we talked a little bit about it last week.
2: I just went to a deep dive into finding Rock Band controllers. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Are they expensive? <laughs> well, like, say, for example, if you go to the Rock Band 4 website, mm-hmm. um, yeah. here's what they have for drums bundles. While bundles are no longer being manufactured, you still may be able to find them at your local retailer. So take a look. You can also find great deals, compatible hardware, on sites like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. Wow. <laughs> Craigslist. Who uses so Craigslist you want, anymore? I know. So if you wanted to buy the Fender uh Stratocaster one, it's on eBay for three hundred and seventy dollars. What? Three hundred and seventy dollars. What? Three hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's... A plastic guitar.
1: Wow. Yeah, I have I have the Paul McCartney and the John Lennon.
2: One. See, and, th- and that's the funny thing. How many people are sitting at home? I have a drum set and two guitars sitting here, and those things are probably worth over a grand at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I. Th- wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all I have
2: to say. Anyway, moving on. Moving on.
0: Yeah, I mean that's way more interesting than what we're gonna be talking about. God, I, I opened this this story. And like, God, Bobby Kodak's face is just like staring at me with this big grin. Like, he looks like a, he looks like a villain.
2: <laughs> and some like, I don't know. Well, some people, yeah, he, to some people, he is a villain. Right I mean,
0: now. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, this headshot they he used of him is very like piercing. He looks yep. like a, he looks like the big twist in a movie. Mm-hmm. He's like the villain. Uh, so this is the new update as of. Uh, the twenty second. This happened the what the day after we recorded last week, uh, as per the Wall Street Journal and Game Industry Biz. Bobby Kod- uh, Kodak held a meeting with top executives to discuss the state of Activision Blizzard in the face of recent controversy and allegations. The CEO and his, told his colleagues he's cons- he'd consider resigning if the countermeasures in place to combat the developer's criminally toxic workplace culture didn't fix the issues quote with speed. Nobody knows what with speed means. Uh, this this news comes days after the company's shareholders called on Kodak to resign. Consequently, some of the executives that Kodak uh, conferenced with last week emphasized that a number of staff members want him gone. and A, quote, workplace excellence committee is being implemented, but whether or not the Activision Blizzard work conditions will change for the better or if Kodak will be true to his word about stepping down remains to be seen. So this sounds like uh, I don't know. I I feel like he, man, I really feel like he's not going to step down on his own.
2: No. And admittedly, you know, and and I hate to defend someone like this, but admittedly, it's never it's never the head of the snake that is the problem. We're talking you know it's a lot of a lot of these problems that has been had has been the underlings has been the people underneath him that have been acting like you know little assholes and but the problem is is that when you have the worker bees causing the problems you look to the head to solve the problem admittedly part of his problem and part of why he's here at this point is that he knew of the toxic culture but he did nothing about it yeah so, he part and, he partook himself as well. Yeah, he partook himself. So he needs to answer for him,
1: mm-hmm. for it.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, And I mean, even defending it sounds
2: like he's being way too stubborn. Yeah. I mean, even defending it some sounds of the, like he's being too stubborn.
0: Yeah. Even defending some of the people who were involved in some of this, right? Like the the guy the guy who just left Treyarch because of all this, right? What's I forget what his name was, but like he was about too. to get either let go or fired even though he was up for a promotion and Bobby Kodak like stuck up for him and actually got him the promotion at Treyarch right like the the lead of Black Ops the first what three games I think he was the lead mm-hmm. even up through Cold War actually I think so I don't know this I feel like he needs to go I mean that's my opinion I know that's a lot of other people's opinions
2: the uh, entire culture needs to change and it starts at the top yeah, it starts yeah. at the top because you need to inspire confidence in your in your staff, yeah, and we're yeah. talking from top down. You need to inspire confidence in your staff, mm-hmm. and everybody needs to look to a leader to inspire that change. Mm-hmm. And this is where, if he can't do it, if I mean, if he could kind of work around and maybe you know do some self reflection. Maybe he could step in and say, "I take responsibility for this. Let me fix this. Let me become better." Let me, you know, because we we need to kind of look forward. And a lot of times, not necessarily firing him is the best answer all the time. Let's give him a chance to fix it. If he can't fix it, or if he can't at least make an attempt, then yeah, you got to go. So, you know, this is where your staff is looking at you like, hey, man, Mm -hmm. get us out of this. Yeah. And if he Mm -hmm. can't, if he can, he's got to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, oh, go ahead, Jesse. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, like, I mean, they, you know, most of the people are just asking for a safe environment and, you know, like
2: that, not a lot to ask for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like that's, I mean, that's ultimately what they're, they're lacking, you know, to be able to create as a safe environment, you know, where people can feel safe doing their job and not, you know, feel like they have to worry about being, you know, harassed or, you know, or threatened, or whatever. You know, it's yeah, it's just so, it's so bad, and yeah, I just kind of had. I'm completely done with it until they can figure something out. Mm-hmm. You know, like because it, yeah, the it's just it's just, in my opinion, all this is just making it worse, and you know the at the end of the day the thing is it really doesn't matter cuz he he could easily quit and i'm sure he'll still get some kind of golden parachute and he'll still he'll still be super rich yeah
0: i mean he'll like still, we talked you know, about like <clears throat> like we talked about a little bit last week like his <laughs> if they let him go the amount of money he would make is like almost 2 years salary for him like it's it was almost like three hundred million dollars or something stupid. It's like yeah, he already even if he left, he wouldn't have to work another day in his life, right? His kids wouldn't have to work another day in his in their lives, right? Like it's just
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. He's just taking everything down with him. Yeah. At this point, it feels like and and it just sucks for all the the people you know who because in my opinion that just proves how much he does not care yeah like he does not care that he is completely damaging this company to the point of yeah. where who even knows even if he does that he does yeah. finally go if they'll be able to to recoup you yeah. know any kind of of yeah you know hope for their company
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it even if he did stay like that even if they found out that he did nothing wrong and everything that's like alleged against him was like found false like the water the water's already muddied right like as long as he's at activision people will always look at activision like this so like just for even if he if he did resign and he just didn't he could almost go out there and say like not claim any any uh wrongdoing he'd just be like look I've run this company for whatever. I'm going to step away to not be a distraction or whatever. Like he could do one of them BS PR statements, right? And
2: or take a different position within the yeah. company,
0: or not even not even that. Like even he could just leave and become a consultant somewhere, right? Like I mean,
2: yeah,
0: that kind of thing. Just, Although like his name is totally sully that I don't know if anybody would even want to be associated with
2: him. But I mean, people have done worse, I guess. And, maybe and admittedly, <laughs> and, and I say this, and I say this because we live. <laughs> We live in a world where cancel culture is real and it ruins people's lives. We He needs to have the chance to redeem himself, and that's up to him. Uh-huh. Everything right now, the ball is in his court. Mm-hmm. The play, the, the card has been dealt to say, you know, you're a piece of shit asshole who fostered a work culture of harassment, abuse, and, you know... Tons of other allegations that are true at this point. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's call it what it is. Yeah. You have a chance now to fix it. The ball is in your court now. If you're going to play yourself as the victim here, that is the wrong way to go about it. So he needs to own up to this. He needs to accept the fact that he failed as a CEO, as an owner, as basically the main guy at Activision. He needs to own up to this fact, admit wrongdoing, admit fault, and work to make it better to save the company that he built. He built it into what it is now. But it's all gonna but like Jesse, like you said, he's just going if he's just gonna sit there and watch it crumble, then it's like what it what did you spend the last twenty years of your life trying to work for?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. To amount to nothing to just go out like a fart in the wind, you mm-hmm. know, with a suitcase full of money and say, See you later, suckers. Mm-hmm. If that's how you wanna leave it, well then we all know what a piece of shit you are. But well and, and admit, and not it, to, admit mention, to yourself and fix what's broken. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention
1: he basically tried just throwing uh you know um <clears throat> what's it called uh, blizzard under the bus and and try you know try to basically make it look like that that's where all the issues were happening you know oh. because for the longest time people were like oh well that's just blizzard the blizzard may be part of activision but activision is its own thing Blah, 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 like they've been trying to say, but you know,
2: like if it happens in your house, out. if the crime happens in yeah. your house, you are still responsible. It doesn't yeah. matter, even if it's if the pool house. house, yes, even yeah. if it's in the pool house, in the garden house, whatever yeah. it is, it's on your property. Yeah, yeah, I, I admit, I admit I, that's well, what he's tried to do is try to pass the buck, but that doesn't stop yeah. the fact that he is still responsible.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he. And and we found out that way more was happening in Activision as well. It's just again he was trying to throw them under the bus and and make them take the hit for everything. Trying you to know, save his like, own ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I don't know I I don't want to spend too much more on this. I just wanna to, wanted to give a quick update on this. Uh, I'm looking something up real quick. Uh. So our next story. going to be of real interest to Xbox fans to see where uh, this guy lands, but uh, Fozzie Mesmar, Dice's head of design, uh, who looked after Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront franchises, has left the company following the release of Battlefield 2042, Video Game Chronicles can reveal. Uh, This is is from Video Games Chronicle, obviously. I just said that. Uh, His departure was announced in an email sent to staff this week, in which he revealed he'd been planning to leave for some time once the studio's latest shooter had shipped. The former King studio director had served as DICE's head of design since 2019. His role saw him helm the design of over 80 creative directors, game designers, and more on projects such as Battlefield 2042, Battlefront 2, and Battlefield 5. Uh, quote, It was an absolute pleasure to serve on the best design teams in the galaxy, he wrote in his, e- uh, in his email to staff. The incredible design work that you do continues to inspire me every day. Thank you for putting some faith in me. I hope I didn't disappoint. Now, wh- where it gets interesting is that later in uh, in this article, he's looking to stay in Stockholm. Uh, and his apparently his next job, which he hasn't announced yet, but is at a developer in Stockholm. I'm going to read you a couple of studios that you might be interested in that are located in Stockholm, Sweden, if I can, if I can find them. Uh, we have, we have, uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Ah, uh, we have Paradox Interactive. We have Massive Entertainment. We have, uh, where's the other one? The other big one. Uh, we have Hayes Light Studios, which is, uh, it takes two and a way out. But the one that stands out the most for Xbox gamers is Machine Games. Machine Games, which is rumored to be working not only on Wolfenstein 3 and obviously Indiana Jones, but the Quake reboot or remake or whatever.
2: Ah, hang on. You're missing the other big one.
0: What's the other big one?
2: They're working on uh, Indiana Jones,
0: bro. I just said that. You said the Quake reboot. I said, yeah, but I said Machine Sign Games. Is, I said Machine Games, which is working on Wolfenstein 3 and Indiana, uh-huh. and obviously Indiana Jones.
2: Okay, all right. I just wanted more emphasis on that, maybe. Not <laughs> listening to me, just like my wife. You're my internet work wife. Just don't listen to me. Listen, you never pay attention to me.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's what my wife says, too. Uh, so, yeah, I think. Uh, I think that might be a studio to look at. Maybe not. You know, he could end up at Starbreeze. He could end up maybe if they aren't bankrupt. Starbreeze? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they aren't bankrupt or, you know, <laughs> dead by I dead. Thought they were, I thought oh. that,
2: was, that was literally dead in the water.
0: Oh, the other studio that you could look at, too, is uh, Avalanche is also located there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what contraband is that other shooter that they're working on, right, for Xbox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of shooter studios in Stockholm. What do you guys what do you guys think about this? What do you, uh What are you
2: thinking? Machine Games makes the most sense. Honestly, yeah. I think they got big projects that they need big talent for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like, like they've like. been talking to this guy for like this. sounds like this guy has been talking about it for a while, so he probably wanted to see his project through mm-hmm. and uh see the dumpster fire that it is and just say, "All right, guys, I'm out. See you land." Bye. Bye. I can't leave on frame. My chair doesn't. You, you know, the part. whole um we couldn't be more passionate about this game and we'll be supporting and evolving it for years to come. It's going to take that long to fix.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I think Machine Games yeah. makes the most sense too. Yeah. Unless, unless Contraband yeah. has this weird, huge multiplayer component that he's interested in. You know, yeah. I, I think yeah. you're looking for somebody with a multiplayer pedigree for something like Quake or maybe Wolfenstein 3 has a cool multiplayer mode that you could. I don't know. Or maybe he's like, Hey, I know how to make guns feel good. Here's some mm-hmm. cool new Nazi murdering machines. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just assuming because of like his first person
1: shooter pedigree, right? I mean mm-hmm. could see better better uh interactive destructible things in the in the Wolfenstein games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe like, we'll see.
1: Well, honestly, like, that's the one thing that I wish there was more of. I wish there was more, like, destructible, uh, you know, like, uh, environments and stuff in games. Because, I mean, some games will do it, but no one, like, you know, say what you will about the Battlefield games. They're, they're excellent at doing that kind of stuff.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, huge. Like, just amazing, especially the, you know, the, the vehicular battles yeah. Yeah. are are amazing.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of people leaving studios, guys, Jesse, this one's for you in particular. Saints Row Five artist signs on with State of Decay three developer Undead Labs. Uh, technical art director at Volition joins Undead Labs as a principal technical artist. Uh, also, the State of Decay studio is now over one hundred employees, uh, which makes it you know one of the bigger studios that xbox owns now so it's exciting news i i would like to see a cool weird art direction for state of decay three right i mean i know it's probably going to be more of the same right but like i mean they could design some cool zombies or some cool well technical art director would be what like a i don't know
2: I I I,
1: honestly like the my only thing with like my only thing with uh with those games, is I like I personally I don't know if I'll get get what I would like. I would honestly like like the uh, state of decay games to be more of a sandbox game and less of a of a um survival like kind of like because man I just see, I see really... that's the problem.
2: State of Decay two was a sandbox game, but it was not a sandbox game at the same time. It was too yeah. survival based. So. I get yeah. what you're saying. Like, I think you could benefit more from being a little bit less survival, you know, have yeah. it be more, you know, palatable for some people that just aren't into the extreme survival elements of it. Admittedly, if you play it enough of it, and I, I played a lot of State of Decay 2 when it came out, and I, it, it was a rough go of it for the first couple hours, but once you kind of get over that, once you really kind of start to understand the game, it really starts to become fun.
1: Yeah yeah i think i think what i all i really want is just like i i like the idea of scavenging and bringing stuff back i just wish it wouldn't deplete so quickly yeah like you know like that was that was really the only gripe i had with it um because i feel like even the first game was a like like that kind of stuff mattered only if you decided to that you wanted to care about it Mm -hmm. um whereas this like in the second one they you they uh kind of forced that that a little bit stronger i think um as far as as to you know to progress in that game yeah um but yeah i yeah it's it's cool though like i'm that i'm excited i you know i'm i'm ready to see see something about that game here soon because i'm i'm interested in what it's going to be so yeah we'll see
0: i'm 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 hoping it's the game that we kind of all want it to be to be honest yeah yeah Yeah. uh all right our last story not really much to talk about with this one but xbox has confirmed that they are looking to change the way uh game dvr is uh done Right. Like, I mean, a lot of it you have to upload to a OneDrive and then download onto a computer to transfer it. They're looking to change the ways that you can transfer it, the way that it works, how much you can save, et cetera. Uh, So, I mean, do you guys use this? I mean, I I use it sometimes, like especially with Halo coming out. I've been recording some cool clips, but I haven't done the whole I'm going to transfer this to my desktop and edit it around. You know what I mean?
2: Let's this know. makes sense for content creators mm-hmm. you know like if you're going to create like action shots of like say for example like halo that would be a good one to like you know oh yeah i want to save a clip of that and then i want to edit it on my computer so it makes more sense for them mm-hmm. for those people but like for me i i have no reason to use it mm-hmm. because i i don't really have content that i could use that for
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: I'm not saying this isn't important. Like, this is no, it's really cool that they're trying to improve the experience for a lot of people because there's a lot of content creators out there that could definitely benefit from that. And if you want to make your content creators happy, you have to make them happy in this way so that they can be good brand ambassadors for you. Yeah. So it's in Xbox's best interest.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's one of those small features that only about 5% of the people will actually use and benefit from, but it's still like a nice feature to have. You know, yeah, something sure. we've talked about yeah. a lot of times on the show about Xbox yeah, yeah. and improving stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see them just to honestly make it where you can uh, you can save clips like straight to the cloud. Uh, because like, you know, like part of the problem right now is like if you want to record like an hour long clip, you have to get a, a another hard drive and uh, hook the hard drive up to it and then. And then, you know, make it so those clips save there. And that's the only way you can do any longer than, like, uh, five minutes or ten minute clips. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, yeah, I think if they were to do something where you could, like, save it, like it would be saving to the cloud as it's recording, Mm -hmm. would be kind of cool. And then, you know, at least that takes out a step, too, because you can open up your cloud on your computer and then just pull it off there.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that's it for news. That's it for the news. We're gonna move into our. We're gonna. I don't know why I did that. We're gonna move into our segment where Stoy tells us what's on Game Pass. It's called Pass It On. What's new on Game Pass this week, Stoy? Tell us.
2: Well, we got a couple things coming this week. Um, besides the occasional drops that, you know, sometimes will happen. Um, but uh, we got Evil Genius Two, coming out on the thirtieth. So. So by the time you listen to this, Evil Genius 2 will be on Game Pass. Um, This is basically a kind of like evil boss simulator game where it's a satirical spy-fi layer builder. That's what they kind of call it. So it's basically like you're competing against other supervillains and you're trying to build the best layer you possibly can. To protect yourself from the other supervillains that are trying to invade it, and then obviously you train your force of criminal minions and you try to invade uh, their um, layers as well. So kind of an interesting, campy, cartoony-looking style. I, I, yeah, I guess spy-fi layer builder simulator. I don't know. At, at least that's how I. That's how I would read it, but. Uh, that's coming out to cloud console and PC. So then you got uh, Mind Scanners. Um, Mind Scanners is kind of like a retrofuturistic psyche- psychiatry simulation game. And th- have you ever played the game Papers Please? No. Anybody?
0: I haven't. So no.
2: Papers Please is kind of, was kind of like a um, uh, what do they call that border patrol simulator where like you're sitting at a border. And people are coming in, and you're looking at their passports, and you're looking to see like if they're able to go in. So um, you're in this dystopian metropolis, so to speak, and you get these profiles of all these citizens, and you have to diagnose them as insane or not. It's a very, it's a very weird, interesting con. It's a very weird, interesting concept, and you have to see are they going to be. A detriment to society or are they crazy but do they serve a purpose kind of thing and there's a lot of difficult moral choices and ethical dilemmas that you have to navigate through so I, this actually kind of interested me so i may i may play this this week but um this comes out on console on the 30th as well um all you dads out there got Woo. a game for you Corey? yeah one <laughs> simulator yeah yeah Jesse Lawnmower Simulator, yes,
1: coming finally. out on December
2: second. So it's been out for a while, but now it's coming to Game Pass. So um, experience the beauty and detail of mowing the extra, the great British countryside in Lawnmower Simulator. And you can ride real-world licensed lawnmowers like Toro, Skag, Stiga, and more. Cool. There's a career mode. I don't know what that means. You run your own landscaping company.
0: Uh, I don't. You're asking uh, the wrong there, person. There, I have no idea.
2: There's a free mode. There's a challenge mode. Um, yeah. What's free mode? You just get a lawn and you're just like mow it, mow it. Oh, yeah, just like <laughs> hey, here's this castle. Go mow this lawn. Pick your lawnmower and just go at it. Bonus points for running oh. over the rabbits. Bro, those zero point turn lawnmowers. mowers <laughs> ah, it's so good to just experience that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this is. So, this is for you all non-rich white dads out there yeah um, for you to experience luxury but this one's coming out in December t- on December 2nd on uh, Xbox series X and s and and more cool. so otherwise we got uh, Warhammer 40,000 battle sector uh, so basically this is a um, okay it's a it's an asynchronous multiplayer system it's called Pbem I don't know what that means. What does that um, mean? Let's see. Uh, multiplayer, where two players compete by taking turns to plan and execute their moves on the same console. Mm. Uh, I'm trying. I'm try, I don't understand. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> so like, they apparently stumped apparently him. Is... They stumped him. Yeah, it's a turn-based strategy game, but I'm like trying to explain the gameplay of it, and. It's it's like none of it makes sense.
1: Hmm. Yeah, sometimes it does like <laughs> like. But but, little... but I, that,
2: yeah, but this is this is very heavily couch co op involved. Hmm.
1: Okay.
2: Hmm. Couch
0: co op—that's a novelty these days. Yeah, you remember those days? Hmm. Yeah. So Do I? So that comes out.
2: That comes out on December twenty second. Console and PC.
0: Cool. Yeah. Sounds like a win.
2: Yep. A win, guys. For sure. There's a lot actually leaving Game Pass this week. Ooh, what's leaving? So, uh, Call of the Sea, FIFA 19, Football Manager 2021, which I think that game just came out just recently.
0: Yeah, didn't it just? Yeah. Or was it Manager 2022 that just came out?
2: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Haven, uh, Hello Neighbor, Mork Red, uh, Valhalla, a cyberpunk bartender action game, uh, and Destiny Two Beyond Light will be leaving on December eighth, actually. So.
0: Oh yeah, all of Destiny is leaving Game Pass actually. Which well,
2: that's actually kind of. I mean, it was actually surprising that it was on Game Pass to begin with, but well, the um... th-
0: the thing is, is it just came to PC Game Pass like oh yeah a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, it. I don't know. It makes sense. We went over on Tower Casuals a couple weeks ago about, like, what's leaving and what's, you know, what, like, if you're only playing through the Game Pass versions of Destiny, like, they're taking away a lot of stuff from people, and it's kind of it's kind of weird, but also, if you're that into Destiny, you probably already own it anyway, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah. like, I don't know. I think it was like a, I think it was a thing for Bungie to just try to get more players in before the big expansion that drops right and this is clearly yeah. this is clearly leaving at a time when the expansion was supposed to come out before they cancel like they pushed it right or not mm-hmm. canceled it but uh delayed it which now comes out in February so I don't know I feel like I feel like it's fine if they if it leaves I just I wish that they would leave the base game even though it's free to play on Game Pass mm-hmm. Because now it means I can't play it through the cloud, which is where I do a lot of my bounties and stuff. So now I can't like, oh that sucks. I can't just like, you know, plug a controller into my laptop when I'm somewhere and just do my daily bounties or do like a, my daily strikes or whatever. Like, oh man, mm-hmm. just that part sucks. But other than that, it's like, it's not really a big deal for, I yeah. mean, to me, I don't think it's a big deal. I know. I know but the internet was uh, up in arms about That's pretty much what's
2: leaving, so. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Well. I think I have, I, I have Haven saved, and I never, I, I mean, I had it downloaded, and I was always meaning to play it, but I think at this point I'm probably not going to play it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I you played know. like an hour of it. It was, it was okay. It mm-hmm. was weird. I don't know. I didn't really understand it, but maybe that's just me, and I'm dumb.
2: Yeah. You're not dumb.
0: Well, I'm a little dumb. Okay, sure. You're low. little. <laughs> uh, speaking of dumb, games with gold, also were announced. Not not thrilled with this choice.
2: No, the, sometimes this is hit or miss, and this happens with both uh, Xbox and uh, PlayStation. Like sometimes their free games are just like,
0: okay, yeah. So they yeah. Uh, the Escapist two. Is available from December 31st or December 1st through 31st Tropical 5 penultimate edition is available from December 16th to January 15th those are your Xbox One titles that are now backwards compatible for the Series S uh your 360 games which will also be backwards compatible are Orcs Must Die I've heard good things about this game but only like the PC version yeah, And usually people talk about Orcs Must Die 2 as the game to play, not the first one. So I don't know. It's free from December 1st through December 15th. And then Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet is available from December 16th through December 31st with your Gold or Game Pass subscription. Remember, if you don't plan on playing these games, add them to your library. And you can play them later if you so wish. They're free. Free is free. So... All right. Let's get into the main topic of the show. Obviously the game awards are coming up. Xbox is uh leading the way with their nominees, although Forza got snubbed, I feel, for Game
2: of the Year. That's okay. It's okay. We're going to see. We had this topic because um, we we talked about this over the weekend because when we talk about the criteria for what Game of the Year is, you know, what would be what do you think the criteria for game of the year is? Uh it's gotta be an action game or <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean like well yeah, because when I mean w- when you think about it, you have Deathloop, it takes two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts two, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty much action focused, either first or third person games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's no no sports titles ever get in here no racing titles ever get in here um no like i mean you know you'll get role-playing games and stuff like that whatever but Mm -hmm. um you know the reason why i think a lot of people are upset about forza is that forza is one of the highest rated games this year Mm -hmm. if not the most highest rated game yeah and it breaks a barrier
1: of of like
2: not just
1: being your typical racing game like it it does something more than just you know like it does something more for people i should say Mm -hmm. than just you know the whole racing thing like there's there's just so much more to it so like yeah, yeah it's
2: i mean it's got it's literally got stories all over the place it's a celebration of culture it's a phenomenal racing game both in control and in gameplay mechanics i mean the style of the graphics everything screams like this should be game of the year contender but you know we're not seeing it on here at all
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: so what we've what what we've what i've always seen in the more recent game of the year award nominees is that they've always fit a particular mold of being action focused third person action games or in the occasional first person action game and i think the only first-person action game that have won that has won recently has been overwatch and that was like five years ago Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think uh i mean
0: like jesse said forza horizon 5 breaks the barrier of you have racing fans which can you know whatever i think i think a lot of quote-unquote racing fans prefer motorsport i would say Mm -hmm. probably But this gives you a chance to like break out of that mold right I mean you can only I I, I like Forza Motorsport I played a ton of Forza Motorsport 3 and 4 I didn't really get into the Xbox 1 versions of the game but I'm looking forward to the new one and like you get away from the closed track style racing right and that can get like that can even if you're a racing fan that can get kind of tedious and kind of boring sometimes until you like unlock the supercars and New tr- you know, new tracks or whatever. This allows you to kind of, like, drive around, just kind of see the world, and you can do the events, you can do the races, you can not do any of that, you can just drive around. Like, it just cr- gives you this freedom to do kind of what you want. And I saw some things come out from Reddit where people were complaining that there's no progression in this game, which, okay, I get it, but, like, it's also, like, really, really great to play, and it's beautiful, and the accessibility stuff is great and you know what it, it it allows people who aren't racing fans to kind of compete with people who are racing fans in a nice kind of unique way and I feel like that that says a lot for a racing game and that I that's kind of why I'm upset that it's not like I think this should be in it if you're going to choose an Xbox quote-unquote only game it should definitely mm-hmm. be in here over Psychonauts 2 don't get me wrong Psychonauts 2 is great there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of bugs. There's some frame rate issues. Like, It's a great looking game from afar, but once you get up, the textures are still kind of like pixelated and muddy and whatever. Like, I, I think I think Psychonauts 2 told a great story. The gameplay was good, not great. Like, I don't know. I still feel that Forza in, in every category, if you can compare it to Psychonauts, does better except for the story, which what kind of story are you going to tell in a racing game? The Horizon mm-hmm. Festival is back and you're in Mexico. Cool. Great. That's why we're in Mexico. Mm. I don't know. Kind of really bothered me that Forza got snubbed, but.
2: But I, at least it, it I mean, it, it snuck its way into a couple other categories, like best audio design and obviously best sports game and stuff. But I mean, it'll win best sports and racing game, right?
0: Like, I mean, it better. If, what what else is even in there? I don't even remember. It's like FIFA, right? I think is.
2: Well, yeah, FIFA. Also always sneaks its way in there Mm -hmm. um you got f1 2021 hot wheels unleashed riders republic (laughs) and yeah fifa 2022 so
0: yeah i mean these all kind of feel like fillers just to fill out i mean i'll
2: have to say fifa uh, f1 2021 is a phenomenal game like in terms of simulation and Mm -hmm. it's got a story mode in it too like it's it's a really good f1 racing game is it better than forza horizon 5 i mean I think Forza Horizon 5 is more accessible than F1. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a simulation racing guy. So I would, could appreciate F1 maybe a little bit more than Forza Horizon. Yeah. How many times have I said Forza? I can't say Forza. Jesus.
0: I mean, why don't you try <laughs> a couple more times? We'll tell you when you're when, you're, when you're there. Forza. I, uh, I mean, so a lot of X, uh, Xbox did sneak its way into a lot of these categories, though. I mean, even, even if you're looking at, game uh, even death right which will become which is technically owned by xbox now and uh, yeah it will be coming to game pass next year probably what september i think they said right so death loop is in a lot of these categories which is great for arcane uh psychonauts 2 is in a lot of these categories forts is in a lot of categories uh, age of empires is in best sim which is nice to see so xbox has a lot of representation which is great. I I don't know, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Xbox's representation in in this?
2: I mean, I wish we had more. Yeah. But admittedly, they got some bangers in here. You mm-hmm. know, Psychonauts two, I've I've heard so many good things about. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's up for game of the year really speaks to what it said to people. Or, you know, what it what it presented to people, that it impacted them in a way that You know, um, stood out because obviously we have, we have, we got two PlayStation 5 representations. Mm -hmm. We got one Nintendo representation and the other ones are, you know, multi platform. Mm -hmm. So thankfully we at least have an Xbox one.
0: Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just the wrong Xbox one.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) I mean, like I said, I've heard good things about Psychonauts too, but, um, I think next year we're gonna get, we I th- I th- you know, like I said, we keep talking about Xbox is on the rise with their exclusives, so I think Game Awards 2022 is gonna feature a lot more. Mm-hmm. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. X- Only thing I'm afraid of is is usually the games that come out uh, at the end of the year, like Halo. You've, it could be it could be the most amazing game in the world, and it still gets overlooked the next the next year
0: yeah but that could that could hit a lot of different categories though right i mean even if it's not quote-unquote game of the year material it could be best ongoing game you know best action game i think you could get a lot out of halo
2: this is why it's kind of crazy to me that um this is held so early and there's still games that are coming out this year that kind of get snubbed like you know halo is getting snubbed this year because just because it's coming out literally i think the same day this is being casted it's like that kind of sucks because you know you want to give credit where credit's due and then it's like okay well we'll have to push it to the next year mm-hmm. which yeah. yeah fine but i don't know
1: see that's the thing is i i do think that the the year should end out with the game awards being that's why when the, the EXP beginning cast of the, cast the,
2: next does the game awards the exp cast does the game awards we do it in the beginning of 20 the next year yeah to give everybody a fair shake
1: and they used to do it that way i believe yeah. um but yeah they kind of changed it yeah for whatever reason yeah it's it's just kind of annoying
2: like Can I, I say why the hell is cyberpunk in here i know
0: that made me laugh for
2: best rpg for best role playing
0: that made me laugh so really? hard it's like god what really? are you doing
2: yeah who the hell <laughs> Yeah, put this in there and we're like yeah 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 that's fine that's
0: fine it's fine it's fine
1: Uh, so yeah i think sea of thieves definitely got snubbed for best ongoing ongoing, game though because i mean they had that massive uh pirates of the caribbean thing that brought a lot of people in yeah they they had two pretty big expansions
0: this year i think right? yeah like they yeah, had the pirates yeah. one and the one that just released what a couple months like a
1: what september ish yeah they yeah they've i mean they're always bringing a lot to that to that game like it's it's constantly getting yeah a new content it feels like yeah like a couple times a year so
2: you know what always cracks me up the one category that always cracks me up is best family game
0: no, I know because it's always all we, Nintendo games.
2: Why don't we just change the name to Best Nintendo Game?
0: Yeah, there's a non-Nintendo game in there. <laughs> yeah, one, one. That's which, it. Is so game, which is not yeah. even a family game. Which yeah. is not even a family game. So it's a, f- yeah. it's a game
2: about divorce.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to give a couple shout-outs here for Xbox uh, specific games. Most anticipated game goes to Starfield, from Bethesda. Yep. Obviously, going to be an Xbox exclusive. Great. It's great to pe- that people are. So excited for that game. Forza got it for innovation and accessibility. Uh, Forza also obviously got it for best sports and racing. Age of Empires, best sim and strategy game, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Simulator, hey, this, this This <laughs> cyberpunk
2: and best role-playing just cracks me up. Don't forget Microsoft Flight Simulator and best sim and strategy. So oh, that's yeah, two Microsoft games in one category. Right, flight sim. Yep. best
0: sim and strategy uh, let's see here best narrative death loop and psychonauts 2 I mean I know death loop's not on xbox yet but I'm still going to count it in these let's see to do. nothing for best multiplayer uh, best game direction death loop and psychonauts 2 psychonauts 2 got a lot of nods in here
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, best art direction death loop psychonauts 2 um, let's see best action game death loop Best audio design, Deathloop, and Forza Horizon Five. Games for Impact. Uh, there's nothing really for Xbox there, but there's a lot of games that appear on Xbox. I think that that uh, that in games uh, innovation and uh, those two categories are like really good categories that you should people should be looking at those games. It's very; those are very important categories. I think that don't get en- enough recognition and never will get mm-hmm. enough recognition. Uh, best action adventure. Psychonauts 2 got that. Best uh performance, two actors from Deathloop, Jason E. Kelly and uh Ozioma Ekaga. I hope I said your name right. I'm sorry. I know I probably butchered it. Uh, and then Game of the Year, Psychonauts 2 and Deathloop for Xbox uh, Game Studios games.
2: I hope uh I hope the voice actress for uh, Lady Dimitres wins because uh <laughs> I mean you know for such for having such a minor role in the game like mm-hmm. she freaking nailed it yeah i mean she nailed it both in just the presentation and you know just the voice to really make her stand out yeah so yeah uh
0: yeah. i think i think a lot of us are more interested in the announcements and
2: well yeah that- that's mostly what the game awards are. yeah I let's let's be ah, real
0: i know i'm aware i just i just wanted to give a shout out to some of the xbox games that were nominated but i mm-hmm. i kind of want to pick your guys's brain like what games do you think we're going to see from xbox here because they are always huge at the game at the game awards right they obviously revealed hellblade there with the xbox series x uh, they they do a lot of reveals there um I know the big rumor right now is that Hellblade Two will be re-revealed there with gameplay, and also Compulsion's new game, uh, Project Midnight, will also be revealed there. Those are the two big rumors right now. Are, is there anything else you guys think is going
2: to be revealed there, or what do you guys think of these rumors
0: going around? Dragon Age. You think Dragon Age will be
2: re-revealed? Yeah. Um, the last time we got a reveal was like 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that teaser trailer, and the development of that game has been has had its ups and downs. I think 2018 was when they literally restarted development. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they, they've been busting their ass working hard at kind of making a good game. And then there was, I I don't think it came out during the game awards, but they had this like kind of like re this pre-development trailer where they were just showing concept art and rough gameplay footage. So I think, They're targeting to have it come out in 2022, targeting, quote-unquote. And there was a rumor of a June release date being a thing. So I am foreseeing a hefty gameplay trailer. Maybe not hefty, but at least a decent gameplay trailer because Bioware always comes up with it. You know, where last year it was Mass Effect 4 and um, the Legendary Edition, obviously. Yeah. So... You know, I, th- I think they're going to definitely come out with some Dragon Age. You think
0: we'll get anything Mass Effect here or you think they no. just want to focus on because they did release that poster for Mass Effect, the the next Mass Effect, quote unquote. Uh, that was the <laughs> it was the it was the crater in the snow, but it was clearly a geth head, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. I think we're a ways away from that. I, I think we're not going to see probably anything substantial from that game for another year or two. I highly doubt we're going to see any gameplay. I would, I, I'm thinking 2024 for that mm. game to come out for sure. Yeah. At the earliest. At the earliest. Way earliest. Yeah. So I, I me, me personally, and this is spoken from a game, from a, a Mass Effect fan, like rabid fan. I don't think they should have posted that trailer. Mm. I, I I think once, once people get the taste of it in their mouths, now they're going to clamor for it, and they're going to demand it, and they're going to want it. And there's going to be tons of stupid YouTube videos about people speculating when this freaking game's going to come out. And then BioWare is going to be under this immense amount of pressure from these outside dipshits. They're going to say, hey, when's this game coming out? You should make it like this. You should make it like that. I know because I play your games all the time, and I'm smarter than you. You know, like, let them make the game. Let them make the game. They could have just came out to say, "Hey, we're working on the next Mass Effect game, and that's it. Leave it at that. Let them work." Yeah. Grant mm-hmm. yeah. over. I, man,
0: they shouldn't have, like. I kind of agree with you. Like, they shouldn't have shown that trailer unless they were going in out something really, you know, specific or yeah. hard evidence that they're like, "Hey, we could actually show gameplay in six months, and we'll see you mm-hmm. then." Right? Like, this is a teaser for what you're gonna see in six months. And I, as much as I love Mass Effect, man. Andromeda was like, it was okay, but like, it just left such a sour taste on the brand, right? And then obviously the Mass, the Mass Effect team went to work on Anthem, which was also not, you know, well-received, we'll say. Although it is, well, and that's the it problem is 8 problem right now.
2: Anthem is a good action game. Like, they nailed mm-hmm. the combat extremely well in that game. The flight is great, too. The flight is great. The, the ground mechanics, everything about it is great. The motion capture, you know, the acting is really good, but no content. Shit for content. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing to do in that game, and that's no, what killed it.
0: Yeah, and, like, Jesse, even when we were kind of playing for a hot second, which I I know you played a lot more than I did, but, like, a lot of the mission structure for Anthem was like, hey, go here, shoot a bunch of guys, collect this thing. Hey, go to the next area, shoot all these guys, collect this thing. And then go back, and then like all the story stuff happened in the uh, the fort, the fortress, right? Like uh, I forget what it was called. I almost said the tower, but that's destiny. And <laughs> yeah. I really wish, like, I don't know. I I anthem was a cool idea that just didn't land, right? I, yeah, I,
2: man.
1: Yeah. Pun intended. I think. Yeah, I think I think it honestly what it needed to be is it just needed to be. uh an actual campaign Mm -hmm. game and and you know because like they they did have the cool like puzzle solving where you had to solve puzzles you know in the you know you're not just shooting guys there was some puzzle solving and things that they threw into the campaign but but yeah it lacked from uh like a like a focus on on a story a story beat and, yeah, and, and, and they think... were
2: and they were supposed to fix it. They were supposed to come out with Anthem 2.0, but yeah. last year they abandoned it in favor of mm-hmm. putting all hands on deck on Dragon Age 4. Yeah, which we need a Dragon Age 4 at this point. Like we we need it. I need yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Bioware, please. <laughs> I've I've never played Dragon Age and I own
0: all of them. Son of a bitch, Corey. <laughs> which one do I start yeah, with, Stoy?
2: well origins is good like i said it's got the frame rate boost on it so it's it holds up really good mm-hmm. dragon age 2 it's like there, there's a love-hate relationship with from the fan base of Dr- dragon age 2 um because it was different in terms of scope it wasn't as big as origins was or as Inquisition mm-hmm. is but uh it had a really good story really good characters really good character development but it was marred with kind of like you're repeating the same dungeons over and over again and it was almost too linear based and then inquisition just like blew it out of the freaking water you know mm-hmm. it actually won game of the year uh at the game awards uh when it came out
0: yeah that was the year where people were kind of like it was that and what what was the other big game that came out that year that people were like it was like either they gave it to dragon age or uh it came out the year that con- the other the consoles came out right so
2: yeah, because I remember this game came out for both systems.
1: Yeah, was it yeah. like Last of Us or something like
2: that? No. No. Um, Hold on. Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Hearthstone, and Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor.
0: Yeah, Shadow of Mordor was the other one that people were like... It was between Dragon Age Inquisition and Shadow of Mordor, which I think a lot of people thought Shadow of Mordor was better, at least mm-hmm. on the fan side of things, but...
1: yeah i don't know yeah i like like going back on like the topic like i uh i do think that we're gonna get some uh some stuff on gunk because that will be out like 10 days later mm. um so i because we you know like they just recently just kind of dropped the the release date on twitter right and we really we really haven't gotten any actual update you know, or like reveal of that game for the most part. So I think we might we might see you know see more of that, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and maybe even uh you know to re- remind people that it, it comes out soon mm-hmm. <laughs> in case they missed it. Yeah. oh
0: man, I really want to see more Hellblade. I want to see what kind of yeah. game that is because I like in my head I. At first, I was like, man, I really want it to be like Horizon Zero Dawn. But then I was like, no, I feel like the God of War treatment would treat that game way better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it needs think... to
2: be It needs to be single player, needs to be narrative mm-hmm. focus, and it needs to be kind of linear in, in nature.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, Stoy, was that us that was talking about that at some point, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago? Or was that someone else I was talking about that with? The Hellblade. Uh,
2: I don't. I don't think it was with me. Okay. I I, just. I I, want to personally. I also expect something from Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Yeah. I. I want
0: Hellblade to be a bigger, grander experience because, like, as much as I love that first game, I feel like the combat could have been a little bit better. I feel like. I mean, obviously, Ninja Theory didn't have the budget that they do now, and Mm -hmm. yeah, that forced them to tell a nice, contained story, but. And they did some unique things with the environment and stuff. But I I really think that with a Microsoft-sized budget, the ideas that they did with the environment could be totally crazy on the Series X. And giving it that God of War-like feel and kind of epicness, right? And they kind of showed that with the big, like, troll monster, mountain monster thing, right? They kind of showed that a little bit. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I want to know what they could do
1: in that space, to just make it sh- shred. Well, honestly, I I want I want them to focus on what I think was, you know, one of the best parts of of the first game is really messing around with the audio, mm-hmm. the audio stuff. Um, yeah. You know, like I I really want them to see, see I want to see that like step up a notch from the first one and, you know, like really
2: really mess with my mind you know and that's what i hope they really take advantage of the series x hardware because when when you see a game like medium you know come out that the developers blooper team has said we needed this power of the series x to make the game that we wanted to make and i Uh think it's going to be the same with ninja theory that this game was born to be made as an exclusive series x title that can take advantage of the hardware so you can actually maybe demonstrate and showcase maybe a lot of those traumatic uh, visions that maybe people with psychotic disorders go through where you can actually the hard work can actually deliver on those um, on those features I guess if that's the right word I want to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: I really I really just want some great, great Xbox exclusives to like just show <laughs> what these studios have been working on for so long and
2: i mean my dream my dream would be some perfect dark gameplay man
0: yeah that'd be cool too i wouldn't mind seeing some perfect dark uh maybe f- like a fable almost like a new fable i although i think i bet perfect dark's a little bit further along than fable is at this point i feel like maybe
1: yeah uh the the indiana jones game
0: yeah i want to see some indiana <laughs> jones I I guess, yeah. or like yeah. A Wolfenstein 3 reveal or something. Because they did say that's happening mm-hmm. eventually, but they didn't say, give it a time frame. So maybe not. Maybe after Indiana
2: Jones or whatever. I mean, I, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Xbox came out swinging with quite a few big ones. Yeah. You know, What'd some of the ones that we've been waiting for a while for. I highly doubt we'll see anything new yeah. or surprising. I think it's just going to be like, hey, remember that game we talked about a while ago? Here it is.
1: Yeah. I feel yeah. like if they do a yeah, big... have so many cards.
2: I feel like
0: if they do a reveal... Like a big reveal, like it's gonna be something like Project Midnight from Compulsion, because that's really the only studio we don't know what they're working on, right? And in the or what coalition, is that? I guess.
2: from Obsidian, that'd be kind of cool. What?
0: What'd
2: you say? If, if we got to see some Avowed? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Avowed and yeah, Outer Worlds too, right? And then Grounded, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, Je- Jesse, what's up with Grounded, by the way? You were the Grounded guy um... here.
1: So they've they've added a, a a lot to that game. Um so there there's like a they've got a whole like sandbox area that's like a desert where where you've got to like build stuff to like cross it without getting burned and like they've they've added a lot of crazy mechanics and just really cool stuff to that game. Yeah, I I every once in a while I'll, I'll drop back into that game and just kind of see where it's at or 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 at least read up or you know like keep up with it but yeah they just recently have done a a bunch of uh stuff added a bunch of stuff to the to that game um that's changed it up quite a bit so Hmm. yeah i i don't it's weird with that game because i don't i don't know if there is going to be, be a date where they're gonna be like okay this is this is the full game like I don't I I don't quite know like it's kind of odd what they're doing with that because it it's like it's like Sea of Thieves but yet Sea of Thieves actually had a release you know like full release date mm-hmm. but it's very similar to Sea of Thieves how they're dealing with that game
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're adding so much stuff constantly to it um and maybe that's just it as they're they wanna once they feel like there's a like a massive massive like hundred hour game there, then then they'll consider it to be, you know, finished. I don't, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what, what exactly their their, uh, final release plan is for that game.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Well, maybe we'll see more. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, anybody else have anything to say before we kind of wrap it up and get out of here?
2: No, I think uh I think everything's been said pretty much. We said it yeah. all, guys. You heard it here first. Yeah, we said a lot. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Two... I even sang a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're gonna edit that out, right, Jesse? Nah, okay,
1: no. Put music behind it. It's good. Okay. It's all gonna, right. Gonna be the all all Jesse singing cut.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Jeez. On that on that note, no pun intended. This <laughs> It's been Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Boss Rush Network. Use the hashtag Arsenal X if you're trying to get to Arsenal X. You can follow us on YouTube, on Twitch at Boss Rush Network. You can find it the show every Tuesday morning on your podcast service of choice. Stoy, where can we find you?
2: Uh, besides uh, following me on the Arsenal X podcast, guys, you can follow me on EXPCast. Uh, I'm part of a video game podcast. We record uh, every week, Mondays and Thursdays. Our new episodes drop. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EXPCast. And you can also follow my personal Twitter at StoyMKE8. Nice.
0: Yes. Yeah. Nice. Jesse, where so... can we find you?
1: <laughs> you can find me almost everywhere. It's PhantomNXS.
2: Do you ever get concerned when, like, Jesse all of a sudden starts laughing randomly? Kind of. Sometimes. And well, I, I, so so that immediately <laughs> happens after I stop talking. And now I'm like, did I say something funny or stupid?
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I just cracked myself up by saying sick. <laughs> because ah,
2: <it's> yeah, see?
0: <laughs> uh, you can find me at H C on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Horse Podcast every Wednesday night. Uh, some new stuff is happening. Check out our merch store. Go to bossrush.net, click on store, or you can go to redbubble.com slash network to get your Arsenal X or Boss Rush Network gear. Uh, check out our other shows and check out our website at bossrush.net. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening, and until next time, we love you. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Hey, oh!